Welcome, everybody, to episode 36 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi. Yeah. How are you doing, my friend? What's uh, the I'm vibe? doing well. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to submit my, my verification <laughs> request live oh my God. on stream. Um, let's, see if, let's see if I get, uh, get a little, little verified badge live on stream. I'm going to click submit. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I will and, say, though, uh, people have gotten denied within under an hour, so you may get the L while we're live. So hopefully, oh, yeah. crossing my I'm fingers, hopefully it. you get it. Hopefully you get the W, though, man. I, I definitely... I'm, <laughs> I'm on, okay. what, I think seven Ls right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm able to apply again soon. But with that being said, folks, what is going on this past week, man? This has to be the busiest week, I think, in Call of Duty history, or at least uh, in the top three somewhere for busiest weeks for this franchise. There has been so much going on. And funny enough, it's also one of these busy weeks in real life where I have a lot going on. Uh, I had a roof repair. Uh, my dad's birthday is today. He's turning 40. <laughs> I was running around uh, running errands this past week. Uh, my five-year anniversary with Amber. I mean, there was so much going on that all of a sudden we have marketing for season two, trailers, roadmaps, Cold War year two confirmation. Uh, oh, and then, yeah. And then today, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, uh, by the way, Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 exist. It's like, uh-huh? Like, what, what is going on here? And and also, uh, we were obviously informed yesterday by the press that COD partners and the media were in a briefing with Activision yesterday in which they were told information that was embargoed for whatever reason. And that was then allowed to go live today. So it's just been an, an insane week. I mean, it's one of those weeks where everything happens all at once. But uh, first off, Ajardi, man, how are you doing? Before we get into the juicy stuff, man, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Uh, any plans? Anything new going on? What's up, man? Um, you know, I've just been... I'm very happy that the Cold War update released. I'm sure we're going to get into all the specifics of what uh, came in the most recent update. That what has been... Oh, yeah. Uh, found, but other than that, I've been just uh, planning out some some more art projects that I might get around to. Um, been been on a pretty consistent workout schedule, which I'm very uh, I'm very prideful of at the moment. But uh, you know, everything everywhere every everybody starts somewhere, and I'm glad oh, yeah. where I'm starting at the moment. And uh, yeah, I'm just all around just uh, enjoying and vibing, as they say, <laughs> vibing. That, that's what it's about, man. And I'll quickly address this comment in chat that says, honestly, with how bad Cold War was viewed, I never expected to receive any type of year two content. I think it's actually the opposite. I think it was viewed extremely well and uh, in more ways than another sold more than even Mono for 2019 when you talk about microtransactions, talk about player counts, energy around the marketing. Uh, Cold War definitely earned some year two content. But uh, with that, let's start off with what just got revealed like 20 minutes ago. This was also, I think, one of the craziest coincidences. I don't know where Twitter goes down minutes before these supposed scheduled tweets were supposed to go out from COD partners. And, I mean, we'll just start from the top, right? They confirm Infinity Ward is leading development on COD 2022 mm. and the new Warzone experience. I mean, do I get the impression? I don't know. I mean, do you get the impression that we're just getting a bunch of information today that I think scoopers and members of the media reported months ago, if anything. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, what were you saying off stream again? You were like, how many people are going to actually uh, be thrilled about the news today when we kind of yeah. already knew it? It's like, especially I, like if there was any, if there was any major uh, like bombshells, uh, no pun intended, obviously. I don't think, yeah, uh, I don't think a lot of the info that came out was necessarily uh, groundbreakingly like new in a sense. Um, like Infinity Ward leading, yeah, we knew that. Warzone two, we knew that. We knew this. We knew most of this, most of the information that came out weeks ago. The more interesting stuff is like 
uh more like the nitty-gritty kind of stuff which we'll probably get into yeah um but yeah the, i think the the big the big ticket things like we already knew that weeks ago um and Which, then, yeah, we have a tweet here. Raven also confirmed that season two update should fix issues accessing Modern Warfare multiplayer, including the MP pack installable issue. I mean, it's just crazy how how badly Warzone broke so many other games. Uh, we'll get to the nitty gritty, like you said. Developers also confirmed that last gen consoles are currently the biggest player base for FOV. When asked why not next gen FOV, they said we don't want to further increase the skill gap. Also said, FOV Slider benefits high-skilled players mainly. Um, I mean, I think you get down to the technical aspect of it, and I guess if if Last Gen can't support it, and they're a majority of the player base, why add it then? Um, I fully expect Warzone 2 to be next-gen only, by the way. They haven't confirmed that, but... Uh, also, they addressed the 120 hertz issue on Xbox. Uh, it's taking time. Not many people have 120 hertz monitors, apparently, so reaction was interesting. That's what they said. Uh, what else do we have here? I mean, obviously, they have like 20 scheduled tweets here. Invisible skins in Warzone. Developers said it's complicated, as you can't just take away a skin someone bought so easily. Um, I f- <laughs> what, what, what's that relation to again? Invisible skins that pop up throughout Warzone. They could uh... be Battle Pass skins or from bundles. I mean, that's kind of a, I don't know. That's something that I, I mean. If I bought a skin I, and it was invisible in game, like I wouldn't be upset if they removed it for like a couple days and they fixed it. I would. I, well, what did they? What did they do with the the Samantha Maxis one? Oh yeah, they fixed it in like a few hours. That's what they did. Some, um, yeah, some of them so, were fixed instantly. Some of them weeks, months. I mean, it, it's it's. Well, yeah, the the only the, the only like I think the only like invisible one we actually saw, um, like I was the one in Vanguard and then, uh. I think the one in Cold War. I think off the top of my head. Oh uh, yeah, I did just I just get denied by the way. Oh verification. So you, was, uh, what was that? Five quick. minutes? What? That was quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm convinced. By the way, we talked about this last time with Espresso. Uh, I'm convinced that there there is no real human that actually looks at those. And if it's a bot, then it is a miserable bot that has no idea what it's doing because it's it's just yeah, Twitter just doesn't work, man. But. uh Anyway, uh, maybe because Twitter just went down. Maybe the bot is really acting up today. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, Warzone, yeah, anyway. that's straight cope. Warzone leadership said they're interested in a ranked play for Warzone, but have to do it right about bouncing out timing of it. So I guess that just means maybe Warzone Two will have it. It was hinted they are working on features to set a, to set. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, working on features set to allow players to set matchmaking parameters about who they matchmake against. Platforms, inputs, but no confirm release time period. That's great because I don't know. I've been saying this forever, right? I, I appreciate the fact you can do crossplay with controllers, keyboard and mouse, all platforms. I, I do respect that, and I think the franchise needed that. But it does get frustrating when you're playing on controller and you're going up against keyboard and mouse players who obviously can't miss a shot. So I think being able to, being able to turn off inputs from other players or being able to uh, select what inputs you go up against, I think would be very fair for multiplayer in Warzone. Um, Infinity Ward, co-studio head, Pat Kelly. What's coming this year will be disruptive in how ambitious the new content is. They straight up admitted the f up. They f up with aspects of current Warzone and are working to fix how the games are. So that's kind of uh, the most recent information to drop. Here's like the nitty gritty though. This is what really gets me. Uh, I quote, Warzone was just intended to be an extension of Modern Warfare. Then it became popular and integrated two games. Found ourselves in a situation where we've got caught up and putting a lot of energy to fix it. Game bloated and hard to find what's causing bugs. Obviously, this is like a paraphrase according to the tweet. 
But, I, I mean, first off, I, I don't understand how you had to pay for Blackout. It was still successful, don't get me wrong, but you had to pay for it. There was no crossplay. Uh, it did get support for a full year for the most part, but I think towards the later half, it didn't get as much as before. But mm -hmm. the thing is, uh, Warzone being free with crossplay, I think that would just set it up for guaranteed success for years. Anything free is guaranteed to be played for a long time until they drop support for it. Even when they do drop support for it, people are still going to play it. Warzone 2 will come out. People will still be playing Warzone 1. I mean, of course, because all the bundles you bought are for Warzone 1, not Warzone 2. Um, and that's all the discussion for a different time, by the way, about bundles being, you know, reset and whatnot. Uh, Revise it as a new tweet from them. Let's see the new tweet before we continue going towards the bottom. Uh, oh, here it is. It's actually what we were just saying. Warzone was meant to be an extension of MW, and then we integrated Black Ops and Vanguard. Now the game is bloated. Devs admitted that because there's so much going into the game, they literally have problems finding what's even causing the bugs. I mean, do you think they should have thought of how to do integrations better, maybe? Is that is that something that you're feeling right now? Because uh, take us through the Fortnite approach with vaulting weapons, releasing skins that could go on anything. I mean, I feel like that is their way to prevent game-breaking bugs in Fortnite. I mean, go, <laughs> take it away with that. I mean, what do you think? Um, I don't really know how I feel about this because it's, it's kind of... Uh, because obviously... It would be hard. Call of Duty has never done something on the scale before that Warzone has done, integrating uh, three years worth of content into it. So, I mean, I can't, I can't really blame them for. It gets to a point where they just get so overwhelmed, and it's just right. like, you know, you just don't know where stuff's coming from. And I, I believe somewhere it said that Black Ops Cold War is when the issues really started hitting, and I think that's probably due to the fact that the game is not. Uh, remotely anywhere near the same playstyle or engine or anything yeah, like or, that. Yeah, for sure. So, that... I mean, well, I mean, let's see what Fortnite does when it comes to that. I mean, they just... I, I don't really know. I can't, I can't even really compare Fortnite in a sense because Fortnite has been the same application since whatever. I think the since... key is the vaulting of weapons, though, because they don't have to worry about having too much to where every time they actually yeah. do it breaks it. I think that, to me, that's just the key, but uh, I know I revived, so this is important, because there's a tweet below it that says, further, th this is good, the new engine being developed by Infinity Ward for this year's game is the foundation for the future. They stated clearly that even with a singular base, they want Treyarch games to feel like Treyarch titles, and MW to have the MW feel. That that's is big. important. That's big, because... That kind of gives us the hint that maybe Treyarch doesn't have to use that engine for 2023. And 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 first of all, though, since they're developing the engine right now, I mean, it's probably done by now. They're probably in the alpha stages of the game. Do you think Treyarch even has time to use the new engine they're working on? Or is, does it come down to using the other MW engine of 2019 or Cold Wars? I don't think Treyarch has enough time to adapt to the MW2 engine necessarily if it is quote unquote new. So either way, I mean, I mean, what can we take away from that, man? That's it. That's crazy. It, it, this is this is a confusing. This is where it gets kind of confusing because it's like if if they're if Treyarch is still going to go back on their and up like let's say the COD twenty twenty three is an updated version of the Cold War engine. Let's just say hypothetically that there's no basis of that. It's just hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Um. What is the point of relearning all this zombie stuff from the ground up in vanguard at the moment when it's like ever like it's just a complete mess so uh, there has to be a reason why they're still working to to even bring features that have been in zombies since the beginning aka pausing 
because because well, once they get pausing down pat, then it's going to start showing up in other zombies iterations on the same engine. So it's it's I don't know. I, I'm kind of confused because it's like <laughs> like, like I said, they're going through all those struggles what, for what? Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, get you. going through all those struggles just to drop it and then do the same thing, do the same thing in Cold War. Um, which, yeah, that's kind of confusing to me. Maybe it'll be like, I don't know. I still feel like if you if you if you just do a, a different art style, then on the on the same engine, I don't think it'd be a problem with that. I just think the art style is the main uh, differentiation between. Uh, I'll tell you what. Those games. To kind of answer your question a bit, and I'm not a dev or insider mm -hmm. or engineer, I, I can't really give a definitive answer. But to, to try yeah. to answer that, I'll say. The only reason they're even working with the MW engine is to clutch up for Sledgehammer. They, they, they obviously, Activision said, hey, we have to slap a $60 price tag on this game. Sledgehammer has no time to make a third mode. Trayer, can you help us out? And they're like, okay, I guess we don't have a choice, right? And then what do you, what do you think they have to do? Clutch together uh, VGZ in a couple of weeks or maybe a month or whatnot? Uh, it, it's unbelievable. And obviously, if they were to use the MW engine for their next game, then it, then it was worth it then because they could port stuff over. They have stuff kind of from the ground up on the new engine. But if they don't use the MW engine, then it's like, yeah, they really did start adapting to it for nothing just because of Sledgehammer's fault. Uh, this is a crazy one. Developers admitted it was embarrassing to launch the Caldera update in December and then have it broken for weeks. Season 2 update has many fixes for console performance, buy station issues, invisible skins, voice chat issues, and more. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, right? They, they call it embarrassing, and obviously it's above dev's pay grade to release content at certain times. Um, Activision... Obviously, you knew Caldera wasn't ready. <laughs> they must they must have known it wasn't ready. I mean, on top of QA being on strike or some of them being fired, uh, all these issues going on. It also got delayed I, as well. It I'm did. Sure. Was it a week or two? I think it was a week or two, right? I think I think it was a week as well. I, I, yeah. yeah, I think it was a week. I, I will tell you this, though, I, and I'm still confused about the approach to, to these changes. So they mentioned Season 2 brings quality of life updates to Warzone Pacific. Armor plates refill full plates instead of damaged. Wow. Uh, mantling improvements, parachuting improvements, stun fix, nerf buffs, and that gas mask update we've all been waiting for. Didn't they say all that was available at launch for Caldera? That's where we talked about that months ago. I like, think some of that maybe. I and, um, and it just and it just never released, and there was no explanation for it. Now it's coming. I mean, better late than never. But I, I still I think that just proves where Caldera was. You know, it, uh, <laughs> when, when, when it was about to release, I mean, it just it, they wanted to do certain things and just didn't have the time to do it. I mean, I feel like there was a heavy emphasis on, oh, yeah, Warzone Pacific's going to really use all those Vanguard mechanics, new improvements with destructible environments. It doesn't. It, I mean, a little bit, but not not to the extent that we expected. Uh, oh, they also said Gulag was added to Warzone because an internal test, they saw campers were taking down players. Who love to run around, so they wanted the run and gunners to have a second chance. We don't always get things right, and it takes a long time to fix some things, which they want to change. We F things up, but says we break our effing backs to try and make the best game we can. Uh, you know, <laughs> you have any thoughts on that before I <laughs> say something? I was, I was going to ask. Um, that That's something, man. I, I was going to say something about it. Uh, can, you, can you repeat the quote again? Because I... Uh, what um, about the gulag was added because oh, yeah. of internal test? <laughs> there was yeah, the gulag. So yeah, so, yeah, I, th I think the gulag is like a really good uh, is one of the is the one of if not the best addition to Warzone. Um, so like it, sure. it's 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 cool to see um, it's it's cool to see that they added it because of because of campers and they wanted running gunners. So I, at least there's some sort of uh, 
At least, at least they know that campers are an issue and they want to try and combat it, but that's all I would say about that. I was going to say, because <laughs> you remember those days in Blackout where, you, you know, we'll have a lot of good games. Then you have that one game where, like, we die, die right off the rip. rip. And then, and then yeah. you kind of don't want to back out right away because your teammate's doing well or doing something cool and you feel bad. It's like, yeah. So that, that, that I think the Gulag was a great addition. But uh, looking at chat here, the development of Vanguard Zombies is like the college course of using the MW engine. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that I said it in a video that's coming out later tonight. It's it's one of those modes that shouldn't have happened. And I almost think Sledgehammer was better off just helping Treyarch do year two of Cold War Zombies. Year two is happening, which we're going to talk about for MP, of course. But I think it just should have happened. For, it might as well should have happened for Zombies to where if they want to tell a prequel story, yeah. you might as well just sort of release those maps inside of Cold War then. I mean, realistically, right, what's the gap between round-based maps? It's like uh, three-ish months. So Forsaken yep. came out in, correct me, was it beginning of October? When did Forsaken come out? Beginning of October? Uh, October, October 5th, October so, 5th. So uh, maybe by the beginning of the new year, we could have saw a new round-based map uh, in Cold War. For, yep. and, then, and then it could have been co-developed by Sledgehammer and Treyarch, but then you would have been like, oh, how would they have charged 60 bucks for Vanguard then? They wouldn't. They would have charged 40 for campaign and multiplayer, but we don't live in a perfect world where that could have happened. But they could have literally just released prequel story maps in fucking Cold War, and then Trek didn't have to worry about using the MW engine. Insane, dude. Uh, and then looking at Charlie Intel's pinned tweet, I mean, it's just... It's, see, here's the thing, right? Imagine if this actually got revealed today with, 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 uh, with no leaks prior to it, because obviously leakers, scoopers, and the press had reported on <clears throat> all of this months ago, even, almost a year ago. Sequel to MW 2019, new engine... Uh, Wars will be a massive evolution of BR, of course. New sandbox mode. Is that DMZ? Is that the Escape from Tarkov? It must be. It, uh, must it has be. to be what it's referencing, right? I'm yep. assuming. Uh, and, and the thing is, you know, I talked about this a little bit in yesterday's video. Oh, before I even get to that. <laughs> Charlie says, I hope everyone sees while we're super confident. No, we're not paid by Activision. Never have been. It was a two-hour-long call with devs, and the level of transparency communication was not something I've seen in 10-plus years of doing Charlie Intel. Hey, I, I would hope that one day, Fajardi and I can get into one of these calls and just be able to talk to devs, ask questions, be respectful. The thing is, I, I mentioned this in, in, in a video yesterday briefly. It's just unfortunate when people are trusted to be in these exclusive calls, and it's probably like, what, 30, 40 people in there? Who knows? But it's unfortunate when there's a limited amount of people allowed to be in there, and then immediately when the call ends... You see all these random Twitter accounts reporting, oh my God, COD, part COD partners were going to call. How did you know that? Clearly somebody's leaking on the inside. And that just shows you like a, a level of trust being broken from these people. I, I just I, I just don't understand uh, why that happens and why people think it's okay to to, to kind of uh, to take one step too far, taking advantage of the situation there. I mean, if I were those people in there, I, I, I'd be shaking with anxiety. I'm like, I'm not going to say a single thing after this call. <laughs> I wouldn't want anything to get out to where I ruined my relationship. It's like, you know... I mean, any thoughts on that, man? It's like, it, it was instantly, right? It was like minutes after the call. Right away, there was there was random Twitter yeah. accounts posted. I'm like, what the f Like, what? I, I, <laughs> yeah, that, I don't... <laughs> I, I, have to, I actually just have no words for that. It was literally, like, immediate. It was it was instantly. They, they might have they might have been texting leakers while in the call. People there, COD partners might have been, or somebody might have been texting leakers while literally while they were sitting there listening. They're, 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 they're taking notes and then, like, forwarding it over to whoever they got. I'm like, I just, I don't get that, man. And, and I saw this tweet, right? For, and Tom Henderson, by the way, apparently he got mentioned in a uh, investor's call from EA. Like, he, he's a hated man. He, he's on a no-fly list, absolute blacklist, but got hired by IGN. So that, that again, I don't understand that. Um, he actually might not even be working there anymore. In his bio, it says freelance at various sites. Maybe he does still do IGN. But uh, there was a tweet. Oh, you said Sandbox was referring to DMZ. There was a tweet he put out. Was it this morning? Uh, 
from Tom Henderson. Okay, there is a fourth COD title in the works. So apparently the COD cycle is still ending after Black Ops 2023. But right now the cycle looks like, or what is left on the pipeline is MW2, Warzone 2, COD 2023, and then something else. That something else is apparently Warzone Mobile. We'll get to that in a second because that's another discussion. But uh, where's that tweet I'm looking for here? Uh, I, it was something along the lines of like, why is there an embargo for something that has been known for so long? Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and a tip to Activision, offer more than a free hotel room once in a while and exclusive gameplay access that you give to 500 people on things will improve in that department. I mean, everybody's sub boxes just get spammed. Because I, I think legitimately 40 <laughs> videos just went out from like all these different people. Let's take a look at YouTube real quick. I mean, it, it's a lot of information. Uh, let me see. Infinity War. Oh, go ahead. I see two videos. I see Espresso and Ryan. That's what I see on my sub box at the moment. I'm going to start Warzone. Okay, so Jack Frags. Oh, that is banging, bro. 18K in 40 minutes. Uh, Espresso, Ryan. Got some streams there. Who's immortal? I mean, that, that's kind of the thing, right? It's like when you get the when you get the privilege with this information, to me, I think the privilege means more than anything. It means more than being able to make a video early. But then when, when those videos go out, it gets so oversaturated it's like what what could yeah, even it's like, be done? The, it's like what's the point also like it's like oh my god uh i mean yeah that, that's the problem too it's like everybody posts the exact same video i mean how do you stand how do you fight for your spot in the feed um unless your channel's massive and guaranteed you know those views but uh i love this comment from cal infinity ward content and leaks that's when i really didn't see coming uh, yeah, I mean, this is something that I, I've addressed so many times. Like, do you guys remember MW 2019, how bad those leaks were? I don't know why there were so many loose lips. People that felt the need to risk their careers, break NDA, and send every bit of detail about the game to randoms on Twitter, whether it was content creators, whether it was Twitter accounts. Why did they do that? And, and I feel like the same thing's happening with, a little bit with VG, but definitely again with MW2. Yeah. I, something, something I want to say about about like uh, the L word in general uh, at this moment in time. The L word, for, yeah. <laughs> for, for the community yeah. is that, yeah. It, I think right now is the worst the the community has ever been in terms of uh, of uh, of leaked information and like and just like people that are just hungry for it every single day. Like I've never seen so many accounts tweeting out so many things from people that shouldn't have that info. Because it's being uh, legitimately leaked out from dev studios, like I've never, I've never seen it that, like on this scale before. And it's like, well, how is this happening? Oh, like I don't understand. I know a lot of the accounts got banned last night, but yeah, like, I actually, it's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll pull up that tweet right now. Actually, there is a tweet. I think it's from Sebastian, who is also probably gonna get taken down any minute now. Uh, this guy, it, it, it was, it was three tweets back to back. So, rip Nanakos, rip Zesty Cod Leaks, and rip Reality UK. And, and, you know, we're going to get to this more, obviously, later when we talk more about zombies. But isn't it crazy that if it wasn't for the exact same group of people that do what they do, there actually wouldn't have been any leaks yesterday, I don't think, at least, for Terra Maledicta, DLC 1. There might have been a couple little things, but nothing on the scale that was dropped last night. And, oh, my God, we're going to get into that later. But, I mean, we're going to say something. <laughs> I don't want to cut you I was off. Gonna, I was going to say, oh yeah, that's God. just like... That's just a that's just like a product of of letting stuff get way too out of hand and letting it slide for way too long. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I think 
my 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 official opinion on the L word is that it's cool when it's like skins and it's like new BS, weapons. Cosmetics. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that stuff is cool. I think that stuff is 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 fine to an extent, but like like full like like I'm not even gonna say it, but there's just like some crazy ass shit that is like that should not be out there. Um, I just, I mean, and it's the thing, it's the thing about MW 2019 where there just wasn't an element of surprise for anything because everything from subtitles to weapons to maps, everything was out there in, in the open. I can't think of one surprise that game had. I really can't. I'm not even trying to disrespect people that like that game and prefer it. It's it, more power to you. I'm talking about from a marketing standpoint, from a DLC standpoint, there was nothing to look forward to in that game and everything was out there. It was like just the laziness and, and the lack of care was, it was just like, whatever, Here, here's the info. Just take it. It, it was ridiculous. Uh, I know, I know, Cold, uh, I know. Cold War had a had a really bad issue uh, pertaining to an alpha build, but um, yep. It, it, I don't know. I feel, I feel with that. It's it's still bad, and I still didn't like it at the time because it was like, oh, we have this, this, and this that that are that have been in the files since uh, the alpha. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just it's all really weird, and I think the the whole culture around it at this point in time in the community is really is really starting to get too much. I think. Yeah, it, it really is, man. And, and it gets cringe when people are like fighting over credit and watermarking. You know, BS they shouldn't have. That's illegal. And to go back to your comment about the alpha build of Cold War, I agree that was a problem because here's the thing, right? People essentially had early info up until a certain point. I believe it was season five. I could be mistaken on this, but people who had this alpha build, I don't know how they even got it, by the way. That, that's the crazy thing to me is how do they get access to something like that? Confidential as hell. People yeah. who had access to this alpha build of Cold War last year, they had a fair amount of info they can pull from that lasted them a couple of seasons worth of stuff that hadn't come out yet. But then there was a certain point, I think it was season five, where... They had revealed everything possible from that build. Everything from that build released officially in some way, shape, or form. So after that, they had no info to, to, to leech off of, and they had nothing else to offer. Uh, if it wasn't for that alpha build, you would have saw significantly less leaks for that game. But, of course, with any game, there's going to be leaks, early crap. Of course. Yeah. But Cold War... Like leaks... Yeah. Well, it's just like... I mean, this, like, leaks are just a, part of, it's just a part of games. It's such a mainstream thing of games anymore, where it's like... Uh, it's not like uh, I, I'm super it and what it, what's done is done like it yeah 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 it's it's not something to get like worked up about like oh like i freaking i just hate this person like no it's not it's not that deep for me anyway um but yeah it's just really i, I don't know i mean you have infinity wars pat kelly saying he's extremely excited for this year's game and there's a lot in there's a lot in it and i'm like well i hope we get to see a lot in it as a surprise and not leaked from randoms yeah. with, uh, with a thousand followers um also just like, like, I, I, I think it's still gonna happen it, it's just, I mean, looking at Cal's comment here is hilarious. I've got some shite to say about the MW or the TM leaks. These, these, all oh, the Terra Maledicta, these actual feral ghouls. <laughs> I can't even read this. Hold on. These, fear, these feral ghouls who decide to do shit early are the same people who complain about Intel. They've got no understanding of what they're actually seeing. So they got no effing measure of it. Or if it's good content or if it's a good, uh, if it's a good content offering or not. I, I recorded a, a bit of a rant um last night and, and and it's it's a it's i think it's a pretty well put together video it's unlisted right now i'll, I'll put it up tonight uh I, I haven't talked about zombies in a minute uh vanguard zombies that is and, and, and i go through things i'm just like i don't i first of all i don't understand the the direction with how they release a patch four days for the start of a season We're, we'll get to that later but then i also don't understand how it, it just it, it, that's it, it's it's allowed to happen too it's like there has to be level of security put put forth in place to prevent stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it doesn't make any sense, man. But then it's also, like I said earlier, the same group of people that are going to do it every time. 
Um, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I, I wonder why, I wonder why it was yesterday of all days. I mean, obviously I, for, for obviously probably for good reason, um, because of what, what uh, came out. Yeah. I, I wonder why that was the straw that, that, that broke the camel's back and not all the other, uh, dozen times that shit happened, but it, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, yeah. it's also stupid though, that with the way preloads work now because cold war oh, yeah. terrible cold war would do it where i think the preload went live in the morning and the content would drop like less than 12 hours later that's fair because like oh yeah shit might still leak out a little bit but four days i mean what are you expecting what are you expecting to happen with yeah at least I, at least in cold war um from a uh, from a dirty data data miner position that i'm in uh to export <laughs> models and stuff right. um at least that stuff is like is hashed, so there's like a like there's some behind it, so you can't just type in. I'm gonna type in Resnop and see Resnop yeah, show up. Right, right. <laughs> like it, it's not it's not like that. I'm not saying Resnop is in Vanguard. He he isn't um uh, at the moment anyway. Uh, maybe he will come, but um yeah, it's just there's just an extra level. There's some sort of effort and some security, but when you're releasing stuff half a week before the season even goes live the patch where multiplayer maps and guns are, be, are able to be used in games uh the, the zombies map can be loaded in and played the operators the like wonder weapon it's just like there's no start there's no real start of a season anymore well, there um, isn't and, and it's not all about content creators i know people might might get that impression when i when i say that it's like i'm frustrated that i can't really stream the start of a new season for vanguard because it's like yeah. oh the content's already been out who the hell wants to come and watch that when it's out for four days already um well i want to watch the preview of the battle pass i don't even want to buy the battle pass so i'm like that that doesn't even make sense um but, <laughs> and, and before we go deeper into that rabbit hole though we of course have uh franchise director patrick kelly stated how adding more buy stations may have been the wrong move in hindsight as it took away the looting and discovery phase and made the game all about getting your loadout immediately. That was never the goal. Thank you. Somebody said it. Somebody officially behind the scenes said it. And I've been saying this for a long time. I, I, I think loadouts make Warzone unique. I respect them. I get why they exist. I'm not saying to get rid of them completely, but what is the point of a fucking battle royale? It is not to play TDM and use the favorite loadout that your YouTuber told you to use or some TikTok told you to use. I, I mean, Fajari said it best. I forgot. I think it was off stream. You were like, it's a fucking TikTok. Uh, what would you say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, I, said, I, I, said, I said I didn't want to play Rebirth. Like I have, I have Warzone on uh, at the moment. Uh, I installed it a few weeks ago. And, <clears throat> and I think I think it was shown that I asked to play Rebirth. I'm like... I'm like, I don't want to be in some TikTok gameplay, man. Like, I, and freaking Rebirth is just full of TikTok loadouts, man. I, I can't, I can't deal with it's it. It's just, it's just really cringe at that point. And it's like that, and that, that's kind of taken over the scene too for a lot of COD content creation. It's like, if you're not doing news guides or streams, really, then you're real, all you're doing is playing Warzone then, talking about the best loadout and re-uploading your Twitch highlights using that loadout. I don't like that style of content. More power to you if you're successful with it. I just don't like that. Um, I like to use Warzone gameplay whenever I can in my videos, but I think I, I would much prefer covering like Warzone Easter eggs and lore and story and shit. Not, not. I think up. it's. I think that type of content um, is definitely like well, like a, an acquired taste, definitely. Because I remember I, I used to watch Swag all video four. I loved yeah. watching his video four uh, MP videos, and he would dabble in the blackout sometimes, and I would love watching the blackout stuff because obviously, um, blackout was a shit for me back then. And so is uh, Bo4 MP. And then as soon as like Warzone came out, and like I, I just didn't, I just didn't vibe with. I can't, I can't vibe with that. To to Warzone specifically, I have no idea why. I can do it for MWMP. I mean, I can't do it for Vanguard either. But uh, yeah, you just I, can't. Yeah, no, I get you. 
I don't know. I just that this the switch just turned off for me, and I was I was a big I was a big fan of uh, swag. I'm not I'm not saying that's like something he he changed or whatever. I'm just saying it's a new game. I didn't like the new game. You know, we move. Yeah, um, we move, bro. Yeah, we yeah. No, I I get you. Uh, a Pat Kelly, Infinity Wars Co Studio head, also said he has no interest in boost jump jetpacks. For those wondering, and I think that's cap. I think there'll be an LTM one day. I I, I do think there'll be an LTM one day. I don't think it'll be a full fledged game. But, if it's an LTM, it's fine. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm game. Do it. But, yeah, <laughs> that, that that just came out. Uh, great comment about uh, power grab. Whoever just mentioned that. I'm, oh yeah, uh, Jack Rose, dude. Uh, call me the power grab fanatic. I, I don't. I, that's the most fun I ever had in Verdance. The most fun I ever had. Um, I actually streamed it live. Well, I think when it came out, uh, I I got like a 23 kill win. I, my team died, and I, I clutched it solo. Um. That was one of my favorite Warzone moments ever, uh, Verdansk 84. Also, Nakatomi Plaza, best point of interest uh, in a long time. Um, I don't think they'll top that in, in Caldera, but uh, it, it's – see, it, there's a lot going on this week, and and I really appreciate all the support on the recent videos, guys. I posted a lot, by the way. I used all my notifications in the past, like, 12 hours. So take a look at the channel real quickly before we continue. Uh there's, there's been a lot going on, my God, uh, and I'm happy yep. that I covered all this. First off, uh, a couple of hours ago, I posted the early Vanguard Season 2 gameplay breakdown of the new multiplayer maps, which are playable in private games. <laughs> funny, funny, no surprise. Uh, the weapons are included, a battle pass preview, uh, the perks, uh, the the at killstreak. Shortly before that, I posted all 20-plus new bundles that were found coming to Vanguard Season 2. A nice breakdown of that. <laughs> and then yesterday, we had our Cold War Year 2 uh dlc explained or was a day and a half ago i should say with early gameplay of what's going on with that you guys definitely want to check that out don't miss out and then we of course had our, our season two marketing breakdown for vanguard a couple of days ago that was a long 20 minute yeah. video you know what i don't understand is that all over the vanguard season two marketing is like is like enter like the war machine or like armored war machine or whatever it says something about armored war machines i think yeah, and I don't think tanks are on the launch, are they? Nope, it's uh, with Ground War in the mid-season update. So yeah, it's like the the motto or the 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 phrase for season two is not even relevant to the start of the season. That that I mean, oh my god, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. To while me. while we're on the topic of Vanguard, might as well jump into it. So first off, yep. how do you guys feel about Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg is coming as both an announcer and an operator to Vanguard, according to the same people that just got banned last night. So I'm assuming it's legit information. Uh, thoughts on Snoop Dogg, man. I mean, what's going on with Snoop Dogg, bro? He's a, he's living his best life. First Snoop of all, Dog. he'll be at the Super Bowl this Sunday performing. I didn't know that until a couple days ago. I didn't know it was Dr. Dre, Snoop. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? And Eminem. Eminem's there. Are you, wait, no, you're, you're kidding. Yeah, bro. Eminem's there. Bullshit. No, I'm yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Bullshit. Hold up. It's, it's Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and... Uh, Are you kidding I, me? I think... I, I know there's a female there. I, I don't know exactly the female. Kendrick um, Lamar. Wait. Is that... Did I just see Kendrick Lamar somewhere? No. Yeah, Ken, oh yeah, Kendrick Lamar is there. Yep, he's there. You're kidding, bro. Yeah, this is it's, this it's is like the big, best Super Bowl. This might be the biggest halftime show in years. Yeah. What? Crazy. So here's my prediction, Chad. I was thinking today what was gonna happen was they would say, "Here's the MW2 logo, full global trailer during the Super Bowl this Sunday." Why wouldn't they do that during the Super Bowl? The biggest audience you can get. Why wouldn't you put some marketing during the Super Bowl? It makes sense to me. And if Snoop Dogg's there, I'm like, oh. Maybe that's an opportunity to market a Snoop Dogg <laughs> operator for uh, for Vanguard, but I, I I don't think we're gonna get that. Uh, Reckon Eminem will perform Venom. Venom. Please, please. <laughs> I was just listening to that I, song yesterday. I, I actually like. I mean, it's not as good as the first one, but in in, in Venom Two, the new song Eminem did for it, it, it actually it wasn't bad either. The first one was better, was, but 
Uh, yeah, the first the first Venom song was definitely better, but I think the the second one needed more Eminem. It needed more Eminem. He, he, yeah, he needed too harder many features in it. Yeah, yeah, it's too many, too many features. Uh, first off, he was an announcer in Ghost, and and that I oh my god, and, and, and everything. He's freaking. Now he's gonna he's gonna be a full fledged operator, fully three D modeled, like in in Call of Duty game, and uh, it's crazy. He was commentating he, boxing fights. He's performing at the Super Bowl. Like this guy, this guy's checking off every single. He's maxing out. Like, yeah, people. Yeah. By the way, Chad, if audio gets any buggy at any point, I'll feel free to refresh the stream. It should fix everything. Um, but yeah, no, the bag that man's collecting, man. I mean, before before he really retires and like and, and uh, enjoys uh, his years in <laughs> as an elderly, I think I think he's definitely gonna take advantage. I don't uh, think he's ever gonna retire. I don't, don't think he's so? ever gonna retire. No, I think he's not. I think he's always gonna be like a, a cultural staple. That's just like oh, he's true. just always doing something. You never uh, know Snoop Dogg. Like, it doesn't matter what age, you know, know, what age you are. You know, I thought about a couple days ago. I, I was in bed, and I'm like, dude, you realize in our lifetime, we have to see so many fan-favorite icons pass away. That's so I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, shit, dude. We're, I'm like, we're growing up with all these folks, and they're about <laughs> and we're not. They yeah. won't be around forever. But, I mean, hey, I, maybe he'll put the mic down one day. But like you said, maybe he'll just he'll, he'll stick it out as long as possible. Dude, Snoop, Snoop doing everything. Snoop is doing everything in life, man. We love that, man. Uh, holy crap, dude. Hudson, Mr. Worldwide Bundle. That's I, I, I saw those those pitbull memes. <laughs> <done that. laughs> oh my god, dude! There's just yeah. So this is an example of a leak though, or or like a, an early scoop that that I mean I can't complain about. It doesn't it doesn't spoil anything massive. I mean maybe you wanted this to be a surprise that he's coming back, but this is one of those things that I'm like okay, I'm okay with knowing that early. It doesn't ruin anything. But let's. Uh, Let's dive into the marketing for season two of Vanguard. Then we'll get to the juicy yep. Cold War stuff. So obviously we have a gameplay trailer that came out. IW just tweeted. Oh, let's get to that real quick. Yeah, I like that we're live reacting uh, to this. They they replied to Call of Duty uh, with the Bravo Six going dark GIF. Thanks for uh, Mr. Android Gaming for putting that in chat. Bless you. Bless you, Android Gaming. Oh, I, I gotta refresh their page because I don't see it. Uh, it's in replies. It's in replies. Oh, it's in replies. Sorry, I messed up. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Underneath that. Yeah. Bravo 6 going dark. I love Espresso's idea last week, by the way. Barry Sloan, who plays uh, Captain Price. Get him in a live action piece, dude. Please. He be, he literally could do the role perfectly. Wait, before we get to the uh, before we get to the, the season two marketing uh, point. Yeah. Uh, Brett said, if Activision Blizzard do, do not marketing for the next Call of Duty game or even Vanguard currently during the Super Bowl, they're too stupid because they praised up in a uh, great opportunity. Yeah, like, yeah, like we were saying, like Big most eyes, most eyes in the world, Activision clearly had the money. Uh, maybe not as much during Cold War because of uh, Vanguard troll despair. Um, <laughs> troll despair. <clears throat> I, I, <laughs> I think a point I forgot to bring up though is, oh, were you saying something? I think you cut off. Were you saying no, something? no, I, I wasn't okay. gonna say anything. I, I was gonna, I was gonna. <laughs> what kids was said in chat? I don't want to repeat that, but oh, I, just, I just read that too. But you know what I forgot to mention is doesn't this show you Activision's lack of faith? Oh, hold on, Darth Vader quote: "I find your lack of faith disturbing." Isn't this Activision's just they're throwing it into the open now? Aren't they just coming out and saying we have no faith in Vanguard? Even if it yes. gets six full seasons, we're revealing Call of Duty for the the earliest. I mean, I put out a tweet yesterday. Within the past three Call of Duty launches, we've seen the latest and the earliest reveals. I know Black Ops 4 got revealed in, like, it was March, the logo at least. But the the, yeah. the, the global trailer was May, I believe, right? Does I, this I was, count as, a, as an official reveal, though? 
Well, for they, well, for we know, COD 2022. Well, they said it was a Modern Warfare sequel, so I guess it's a given, right? That it's a, it's a, at least we know it's a Modern reveal. Warfare game. I, I don't think yeah. I don't think it's a reveal until until logo or name. Okay, logo or tree. Yeah. Hey, logo might drop right now. I mean, it could drop. The, True, they, they, they could drop a gift right now. Uh, there were some beautiful recreations, by the way. Let me put that pull that up real quickly. I, I just I, I don't know, man. It, it's like. I, I want Vanguard to succeed, but I think it might be a a, a ship that's already set a ship that's already sailed. I, I don't know if they can they, they can bring anything together for Vanguard at this point. I think they're they're trying to cut their losses and just moving on. I'm trying that. to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, like uh, going into like season two marketing stuff uh, while you're finding that. Um, yeah. Treyarch's, Treyarch's tweet with a gif teasing the new zombies map got more likes than the official season two announcement on the Call of Duty page. And that's like, bruh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, first of all, they, I, I, they also changed, I think, the color scheme of Modern Warfare 2 to green instead of blue. Uh, yeah, like the teal like, to like the green, the yeah, OG green. I, I guess they, oh, yeah, the OG green. I'm like, they have a lot of, they have some big shoes to fill, man. They want to top uh, the original on W2 because you know how people are going to be comparing. But no, uh, Treyarch's tweets, I mean, they just, they, always, they have the most followers out of any account, which is hilarious. I mean, Treyarch, like when people out there deny that Treyarch is king, I'm I'm like okay. I mean, you could you could have your opinion. I mean, it's all subjective, of course. But at least look objectively for a second at Treyarch's following and the energy they bring together for the community. It's always just miles ahead of what any other studio can offer. And it's like people can debate me on that all they want, but I just that's just what happens every every time. Um, it's just yeah. It's just, it's just maybe not in Vanguard's case, but definitely during Cold War. It's just it's just fun. It's energetic. It's yeah. There's like there's depth to it. Like I feel like. Like when I watched when I watched that season two trailer man, for like the cinematic trailer, I'm like, like, what is the point of showing us this? Like, there's there's actually there's actually no point. And now and now they're like trying to bring in that they're trying to bring in that freaking uh, like threat of a Nebula V bomb. Like, what, what is that supposed to like? Yeah, the, where does this come from? The there was no outro yeah. cutscene. There was no outro cutscene to explain what Butcher found in the bottom of Caldera. Um, I think which they tr- is- I think they tried to resolve that within one sentence of the season two intro, where he's like, "Oh, we found plans leading us to the Alps with other operations." It's like, I, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this narrative like, right I'm, now? It's I, I don't. Uh... I'm call I'm calling it out. We have we've gotten Task Force Trident for season one. Task we've gotten Force. Task Force Yeti. I think yep. around season five, the summer season, we're getting Task Force Beach Ball. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting. <laughs> oh no. We're gonna oh, get no. Task Force Beach Ball in season five for the no, for a summer man. game season. I just like. Does anybody agree? I, I'm like, hold on a second. Task Force Vanguard is the focus of the campaign. The characters that the writers were begging us to care about because they want to write sequels for Vanguard. They were telling us they want iconic characters in COD, and apparently Task Force Vanguard includes those iconic characters. But then they're not the focus of the post-launch story. I, yeah, I mean, so there, I, there's no huh? there's no connection. There's no connection being built. There's no there's no connection being built. Uh, across the entire six seasons, uh, like Cold War did, because I feel like what Cold like Cold War I think really built upon Adler's character and really made him a fan favorite today, even more um, than he already was from the campaign itself, which is crazy. Uh, even Stitch, a, a character that was that was added post-launch, wasn't even wasn't mentioned even in the campaign. In, yeah, wasn't even mentioned in the story. A character that was mentioned post-launch has probably more. He's probably going to be t- be talked about. Uh, years, years down the line, more than uh, Task Force Vanguard is, and that's just because, like, you know, it's just it, it's just not a coherent story, and it, and it's taken another page out of the Modern Warfare book where you just have these random cinematics, no outros either, like you said, just intros, yep. no outros, I'm, and I'm like, again, another thing Cold War did 
to improve upon the system Modern Warfare brought us with those seasonal cinematic cutscenes. Cold War did it, did more of it, did it better, did it right. Vanguard's like, all right, let's just jump from Task Force to Task Force. I'm like, okay, so by season six, are we going to see Task Force Vanguard from campaign meet all these other new people? I mean, you said it, you said it best. You don't even see any of these, any of these new characters getting additional skins like that throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't see it. Like, huh? it's like I'll, I'll I, eat a, I'll, I'll eat a full sock with a knife and fork. If I ever see uh, Francis, <laughs> if I ever see Francis from season one, get an ultra skin. I'm, I'll eat a sock. I'll I, eat a full sock, man. I don't, th- it, I don't really think it's going to happen for it, Francis. It, like, oh my God, man. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense, dude. It, it, something on the topic of bundles and skins, um, Max said uh, in chat, I'd love for COD to do artist bundles with community creators. That would be so cool. Yep. I mean, yeah, that would be, that would be pretty cool. I, I, I've created some COD bundles myself um, in the past. Right. I, I've I, created I, some concept bundles and I've, I mean, I, I won't say they're like they're anything super special. I definitely think they're they are uh, pretty good quality for my standard uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think that'd be really cool. I think there's a, uh, maybe some legal issue uh, with that. But the, the art department over there is already doing a crazy good job. Like, it, yeah, it's uh, going freaking hard at the moment. So. Yeah, that's yeah, all I got to say about bundles for sure. No, I completely agree, wholeheartedly agree. But but oh man, I, it's just. <sighs> Let's see a one in the chat. If anybody feels uh, anything positive towards Vanguard season two, I'm just curious what people are thinking right now. I mean, do you feel better about the season versus the first one? I, uh, I do feel. I do feel. Um, I do feel very positive toward the zombie side of it uh, at the moment because I do think there's a lot of stuff. Even if it, even if it is a little bit overdue, which that that's a conversation in its own. Right, um, zombie stuff I think is really solid. I definitely think this is a step up from from season one, uh, just theming and like and everything uh, all together. I mean, uh, let, let's break down the roadmap though, real quickly, because season two uh, obviously is going to have a big focus on this ground war arms race mode, but that's not coming out until probably the middle of the season, so next month. It might be good though. Uh, it, it, might it might be it might be good. It'll be the fire team equivalents. I mean, I still think it's a massively missed opportunity not to do war again because the war mode was great. Uh, maybe they don't have the dev power or the time to do it. Uh, where's this roadmap at? Let me pull it up. Where yeah? Okay, here you go. So, I, I mean, one thing I'll say about Vanguard roadmap so far is, I don't know, they, they kind of give you the impression, and it's almost like an illusion that there is a lot of content, but there's some pretty mm-hmm. redundant boxes here that don't make sense. Also, I almost forgot, the Valentine's Day event starts today for whatever reason. I thought it's it was live like, right now. It's, it's live, live right, right now. now. Yeah, any... there's hearts. There's, yeah, there's uh, uh, Carnage, uh, Mark of a Hero. Carnage Hero, he posted some screenshots about it. If you oh, want to look at okay, that. I'm going to go check there's that like, out. There's like hearts in the menu, and if you uh, if you get the flame, not kill streak, you're trying to do It's funny how you just took the words out of my mouth, because last night, I got a comment that said, oh, the the, the giant teddy bear is not going to be a skin. It's just going to be a flame knot reskin from the streak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. I didn't realize that's what he's holding in the artwork. I'm like, oh, crap. So it's actually not going to be a bundle. I'm not sure if it said that. I don't think it said that, but this, blog this post, is but. such a cool skin. I'm like, I'm, that's, uh, I think that would have sold pretty well, actually, if they would have sold it by itself. Uh, oh, there's the Valentine's Day uh, background there. It only lasts till the 17th, so it doesn't last that long. But Kiss Confirmed was great last year in Cold War. Is there a game mode this, this time around? No, right? There's, um, I don't know. There's, I, I didn't read a lot at the blog post. They, I just read the zombie They stuff. renamed our playlist Up Close and Personal, Lover's Lane, Heart Point. But I don't think anything different about the modes. Uh, 
or I don't think there's any different about the modes with this Valentine's Day event. Uh, Champion Hill, single and ready to mingle, couples and third wheel. That's actually that's actually impressive. That's kind of funny. Um, I, I I do like I do like uh, when they rename certain game modes around the holidays. So that's fair. So that's live today. Um, if if it wasn't Friday, I might have streamed it. But oh, I just realized there isn't a set of challenges this time. You know, they have the in game. You know, the in game challenges where like you get like you know ten cosmetics you can get. You know, Cold War had on every season. The in-game, the in-game challenges every time a okay. season. For the operators? No, I'm talking about you know how uh, uh, the numbers event and, and, and the events from Cold War, like with the oh. like those those, yeah. those special challenges once a season where you can you know it's for a limited time like two yeah weeks. the events the events yeah we didn't get one for Valentine's Day I'm I, I'm I think didn't Cold War have one that's where Cold War had one wow uh. Uh, yeah. Cold War for season two. Season two started with the outbreak event. I'm pretty sure, the zombie one. Yeah, yeah. I'm. So, I'm so, I, I don't know. And, if that, and that, and you can do that across the new outbreak mode, MP, I believe, I think, and Warzone because there were zombies. Yeah, maybe Vanguard won't get uh, an in-game event though. But going back to the roadmap here, it's like okay, at least we're getting two multiplayer maps day one. Uh, maybe there'll be another one in season besides the arms race ground war map, which is going to be huge. Uh, you, you look at the Warzone side of things, I mean, at least they're making improvements. They're adding a new point of interest, or a Rebirth, Iron Trials, so I'm looking forward to. Um, they also tease something coming to Rebirth mid-season, like something lurking in the shadows. I think that's a Zombies teaser. Maybe we'll finally get Zombies on Rebirth. That's going to be exciting. I think that's kind of long overdue at this point, because we got lots of Zombies in Verdansk. Uh, yep. Obviously, have our Operators, Bundles there, our, our, our three weapons. Um... And I think we'll touch on zombies after we talk about Cold War, but uh, I, I like this comment from Jack Rose. World War II had the best community events. I think it's definitely up there. I don't know if it's the best, but it's certainly up there. I had some great events that I, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, it's. I think the the events, that were, what made the events so good in World War II is that, like, it wasn't just a menu screen. Like, it, just, it wasn't just, like, the numbers menu screen or whatever. It was like you're in the... You know, you're feeling it. You yep. got zombies all everywhere. You got Christmas lights. Like, it, it was just, it was interactive. And I think that's what uh, really helped the experience of that. But. Anyway. 100%. No, I, I agree. And I think, I think season two looks like it'll be a better season than season one. Roadmap wise, content wise. I, I like the look of this more. Uh, however, is this another case where it's like, no matter what they add, it's kind of too little too late. People already moved on. People aren't really impressed. I, I don't know. Uh, what this will do for the game. But I think the last thing we'll touch on for Vanguard for now, before we get to zombies later, is the Battle Pass preview that just dropped. Did anybody even talk about this? I feel like it got, it got overlooked already because of the Modern Warfare 2 news. The Charlie Intel dropped it. Let's see who dropped the... Uh, there's like a, a, a video. Uh, Charlie doesn't have it. Is it Call of Duty? Who has the, the Battle Pass preview? Uh, oh, it's right here. I found it. Ten, I think it's 54 seconds. Let's see. Uh, why is it cropped this way? Like a mobile video. I don't know why it's... Oh, no, this is not the right video either. Let's see. Where's our Battle Pass preview? They did... Long, uh, oh, I found it. I found it. It's a, it's two minutes long, actually. Here, this is cropped correctly, at least. By the way, can you believe that's the Tier 100 skin? I can't believe yeah. that. I can't... I cannot believe that's the Tier 100 skin. The, that white... That white Especially, gas mask. Especially, uh, like, I'm just trying... I'm trying to think about Tier 100 skins that were in MW and, and Cold War, because... I think the tier 100 skin for Stitch was badass because it was like a prisoner. I think that was really cool. Yeah. I, I think the, the season two Naga skin, um, the tier 100, I think that was kind of lackluster. The season three was also kind of lackluster with Wraith. And then season four, it was Ultra skin. Season five, it was Ultra.
ultra skin season six it was ultra skin so um maybe they start adding in ultra skins but i mean as much as as much as this skin particularly is kind of like eh it's still it's still it's still clean i guess it's still white do i think it's tier 100 worthy um that's debatable but well it looks like they just modified the cdl skin that's also white it's like they just they, they, i don't know man it, it doesn't it, i mean i, I don't Hashtag know if it's like beach ball <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's the i don't know if it's the aesthetic of world war ii that vanguard has that automatically sets a precedent for all the skins to look bland to look plain and just i don't know nothing i, I don't know if that's what it is but just none of these skins stand out to me i, I just i don't I don't like the look of, of, of too much of this at all. I think Treyarch's even streaming today, by the way. They're streaming the uh, uh, League Play Vanguard preview and, and kind of how that's going to go in beta ASAP. So I think they'll, maybe I'll cover that in a video coming up soon. But this Battle Pass does look a bit underwhelming right now. I'm not really on board with a lot of these skins. Um, I'm probably not going to buy this Battle Pass. Uh, but I don't know about you. I mean, did you even finish Season 1 Battle Pass, by the way? Uh, I'm Tier 80 at the moment. Uh, nothing in that Battle Pass. Uh, not, nothing in the Season... Battle Pass really motivated me to go and I, grind it out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have not completed that one, and I, I don't think I'll be buying this I, Season 2 one either. I finished it off playing Cold War and other things. That, that's crazy, man. I, I I I mean, I dropped 70 kills in Vanguard last night uh, with, what was it, the uh, the Well Gun. Um, had a good match. Still stand by my statement that the TTK is abysmal. Everything's a one-tap. There's no skill gap. Um but yeah, enjoy that gameplay if you watched my, uh, my previous Vanguard video. If you want to see more of a breakdown of all the bundles coming to Season 2, which also are a bit underwhelming, then I also covered that uh, last night. Um, any other images here for Season 2 Battle Pass? I think that's pretty much it. We looked at all the skins and whatnot. But uh, perfect segue here. Somebody in chat said, what do you mean Cold War Year 2 is real? I mean, mm -hmm. I just got to ask you, man, where have you been? Because we have the craziest news, I think, in a long time yep. that we have been waiting so long for. But I was confident about from day one because I know from gaming scoopers out there, uh, it was being claimed that Cold War would be the most updated Call of Duty in history because of its successful microtransaction sales. And all of a sudden, the other day, our preload went live for a new patch. There was nine gigabytes in Black Ops Cold War. And I'm like, wait a second. That's unusually big for mm -hmm. a patch that just has bundles. What's going on there? So it was discovered that we're not only getting more bundles, of course, which we all expected. We're getting our Ravenoff Operator, which is great. I'm sure more Operators are going to release at some point later. But we're getting two weapons relatively soon. We're getting two maps relatively soon. And even more content beyond that, even like a new variation of uh, Scream Deathmatch. So I'm like, holy crap, year two is in full effect. And this is like an inside joke between us during Black Ops 4. Um, whenever there's like a minor playlist update in BO4, we're like, oh, year two in full effect. It was all cope. Obviously, we were hoping for more content in BO4, but Treyarch didn't have time to add much because they were working BO4 on BO4. BO4 didn't get shit. BO4 didn't get anything. I mean, it, unless you consider like the the micro MG, but that wasn't was that really year two? Because MW was MW out already when that came it's out. Oh, sorry, micro MG was technically year two because it was released after Modern MW Warfare. came out. And the Black Market revamp was also, I think, post Modern Warfare as well. If I'm not mistaken, I might I might, I might be wrong about that, but or very it was, close. It was, it was very close at least. So that there was definitely some some big changes to Bo4 made. You know, right when the game cycle ended, but. uh 
all of a sudden, I mean, first of all, I was working on uploading the Vanguard Season 2 roadmap breakdown. As I was rendering that, the preload went live for Cold War. And I'm like, dude, I'm just grateful to stay busy, by the way. I'm just grateful. I saw a a comment in chat earlier that's like, oh, you content creators are eating good this week. I'm like, dude, seriously, uh, I'm just grateful to stay busy because it's been like a good, I think, three weeks where nothing has really happened. It's been very quiet. And then all of a sudden, because that's how COD works, everything happened in the same week. Everything you could think of happened. So uh, the more the merrier, though, man. And I'm grateful for this. So, first off, WMD and Jungle are returning to Cold War. I didn't expect maps yet. I mean, I'm happy that we're seeing that. I said it before. If Black Ops 3 got three years of support with more maps, dozens of weapons, remasters, events, of course Cold War can get that. If MW 2019 got the Soap Operator, three maps, I think it was three weapons, uh, of course Cold War can get more. I know Treyarch's working on League Play for Vanguard, Vanguard Zombies, their next game. I still think they had enough on the pipeline on deck, ready to go for Cold War. So, I mean, take it away, man. WMD and Jungle, Black Ops 1 fan favorites. What are you thinking about that, man? What's up with that? Um, I wasn't, exp- uh, to be honest, I wasn't expecting any any new maps uh, at all to be added to Cold War. I, I, I just didn't see it happening. I don't know why. Um, I, I was definitely wanted it. But I, I just I thought it was all cope uh, on my end. Because I, <laughs> all cope, because yeah. I, because I just I just love the game so much. I would obviously want to get as much content as possible, but realistically I didn't expect it. So when that shit started to come out, it's like yo WMD, some mention of jungle and like the new weapons, yep. the new operator, the banger ass bundles that are coming out. Um, I was freaking I was floored. I was absolutely floored. Yeah, I mean we have the uh, I mean first of all uh, on the topic of 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 maps, I mean WMD. Never got remastered a single time apart from the Black Ops Pass back during BO4. And that released later in the cycle and people already had probably gave up on that game. The battle, the Black Ops Pass cost $50. And I don't think I played it more than a couple times. I could never find the map in public matchmaking rotations. So people out there that were like, oh, it's recycled. It's like, what do you, when was the last time you played WMD, man? I guarantee you for most people out there, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. I guarantee you most people out there, Maybe they didn't even touch it once during BO4, if they even own the Black Ops Pass. So I'm happy for this. I mean, first of all, any BO1 map fits the vibe and era of Cold War perfectly. I mean, the games take place years apart. So hell yeah, bring it on. Jungle, I kind of get the frustration about because it's been in every Black Ops except BO2. It was in BO3, DLC 6. It was in BO4 at launch. Uh, and it's going to be here again in Cold War at some point. But it, it, it's cool to play those maps with the Cold War weaponry, with the Cold War killstreak system, it's cool to experiment with that and to see how different everything plays uh, in comparison to uh, how it was before. I'm looking forward to it. More content's more content. I'm going to grind some nukes on those maps. Hopefully, they get it to Onslaught. We have our weapons, first of all, the Vargo 52, which the code name for it was the Soviet AR. I'm like, yes. I mean, this is more replayability for anybody out there who likes grinding camos. There you go. There's a beautiful Mastercraft for it coming out. Talk about that for a second, dude. That It's, it's like a Venom, Soundwave, Nanite, Nanotech type of inspect on it. Like, what the fuck? Bro, yeah, that's, uh... what the fuck? I just saw I saw someone in chat saying uh, we are getting more. Are we getting more than just two maps? Because MW got two maps, but I wouldn't. Oh, I you, mean, you just cut out completely. What'd you say? Uh, I said I just read someone in chat. Um, are we getting more than just two maps though? Because MW got two new maps, but I wouldn't. Year two. I think like uh, oh MW just got two maps, but you wouldn't call it year two. Is that because you, your mic died at the end? Discord shit. Uh, my bad. Yeah, it's so, the guy Cronus one one five said in chat. I'm just gonna answer it because I've already said it twice. Yeah, yeah no, no, I heard you. I, I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like this does definitely 
it, and encapsulate a year too, especially with like it, with the I don't know. I just thought to explain. I, I'm I'm still absolutely the amount as I for because two maps are more than they had to do at all. Yeah, um, we could have got nothing. We could have could have got nothing. Yeah. Three weapons is three more than they had to do at all, especially when they're already working on their next game, Vanguard Zombies. Like, it's freaking crazy. No, um, yeah, I think a topic of a year two, though, it's like, what do you consider a year two? What what yeah. what, what is your definition of a year two if not maps, weapons, modes? If you say zombies, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not, to me, that's not fair to say because there is new Treyarch zombies coming out and it comes out this Monday. Even if it's in a game you don't like, Treyarch even, is still offering more. <laughs> in every then, way and even then three new weapons go do the go do the scythe only firebase easter egg go do go level up weapons and get dark ether like there, yeah there's a lot to weapons, do with that yeah new weapons like go level them up in zombies and go out and go on that um yeah i think new weapons is huge because for mw when mw got new uh your two weapons it was kind of like you level up an mp and you go use a zone but now you can, go, no you can go use it. You can go use it in MP. You can go level up in Warzone. You can go freaking, or you can go play it in zombies. I th- I just think zombies is such a good, uh, such a good edge to have on on all on no, all for sure. sides of content. I, no, I, I I think I think what's insane. Uh, somebody said year two minimum four extra seasons. Yeah, they. I don't th- I don't think they can they can market seasons for Cold War. I think because Vanguard's still in in cycle. It's in its prime. But that it'll be like MW season seven existed. But it just wasn't marketed as such. They just released the Season 7 content uh, sporadically. Bundles, the operators, the weapons, the maps. Cold War will do the exact same thing. And funny enough, ironically enough, the new bundles that have released since Vanguard came out in Cold War, uh, the new bundles and all the content is labeled as Season 7 at the menu when you look at it. So it is, it, it, the Season 7 is happening for Cold War. They're just spreading out the content. It's great. I mean, hell yeah. I mean, it's not about drip feeding, but when you sporadically drop things, strategically that that to me helps the energy and the interest and the and the, the community for the long term Th- that's the best way to do it uh also the scythe melee weapon it's like a you know heavy grim reaper vibes by the way i'm pretty sure that'll be the weapon that you probably use in the mode slasher deathmatch is coming out it's going to be replacing scream deathmatch it'll just be same concept minus the scream and halloween references but Dude, I, I don't know. I'm still in shock, man. Because <laughs> I think because so much happened this week. I mean, I still talked about it quite a bit, but I think because so much happened this week, I, I still haven't processed the fact that Cold War is getting more more maps. I'm like, oh my god, dude. It's it, it's oh, dude, I, I I'm still speechless about it, man. I mean, yeah. I, not to mention maps like Plaza, Yemen, Summit, etc., and firing range that we could see in Cold. Yeah, th- those were all rumored uh, by scoopers a-, a-, a while back, and I'm like radiation launch, all all rumored. So and, and, and you know, I'm totally cool with them just bringing out the Black Ops Pass maps. You know, because launch had a night variant. We haven't seen a day variant of launch yet at all. So that's never been remastered before. Bring that to Cold War, right? Just again, port over the Bo4 launch map and just turn it to the day. Uh, I'd I- love, I- I love to see. Uh, I'd love to see grind. In, oh in yeah, grind. Oh man, it's just. <laughs> I'll take I'll, I'll take it all at this point, man. It's like it, it's absolutely incredible. But oh, I'm guessing the MP maps would be transfer the onslaught now, and since and since everyone has onslaught, uh, I hope uh, they do it. Please, that would be I crazy. Hope, I hope they do it. So, so zombies is, is zombies would get little, but you know, use a new weapon and you go do the new MP map and onslaught. Like, there's 
There's some, there's some content there to play. There is. What's up, DB Cooper? <laughs> by the way, long time no see. Love that icon, by the way. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. the, it's just, oh, and they also released patch notes, by the way, for uh, what's going on. They also, Strike just tweeted about ranked play. Yeah, they, they're going to start streaming soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, the, yeah, there's some big there's some big fixes coming to, to Cold War at some point. Yeah, man. I mean, there's still maps missing from Onslaught, obviously, from Containment, some of the gunfight maps. Uh, I think some of the remasters that dropped never got added to Onslaught, so maybe they'll add that. Now, everybody has Onslaught, like you said. Why not? Um, if you guys want a sneak peek as to what WMD looks like in Cold War, maybe check out uh, my recent video, as, you, as you're kind of seeing on screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. I uh, can't say much more than that, but, dude, the map looks beautiful. I, I'm, I'm so glad I'm excited for it, but here's, here's the catch with this, right? So, WMD, the, the same people, by the way, who were force-loading and playing Terra Maledicta early, the same people who force-loaded that when they shouldn't have, also force-loaded WMD because the map is probably days away from release. But what they couldn't do is force-load jungle. So what that means is that we need another patch to release at some point for Cold War so that jungle is then playable, and then you'll start seeing people out there on PC force-loading jungle into the game early when they shouldn't be. So there's that. And then also to add to that, the, uh, the Vargo 52, the assault rifle, and the scythe melee weapon... I think those are also already forced in-game, and bundles for those weapons also exist because, as a reminder, whenever a new DLC weapon comes out for Cold War, a bundle immediately drops for those weapons so that you don't have to do the challenge if you don't want to. You can just buy it flat out. But there isn't a bundle tied to the SMG known as the Flechette. The Flechette SMG, that's the codename for it. I'm not sure what the name is of it yet. The Vargo 52 and the Scythe have popped up in custom games, so we know those are right around the corner but the the flesh that smg we don't know what the name of that weapon is yet it looks exactly like the underwater gun from ghost i think it actually is the same gun from ghost um and i'm not sure why because you could use all the weapons underwater anyway in cold war so it's not i don't know why there's emphasis on that but kind of looks like a stingray uh dude that's crazy to me that 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 confirms year two is just getting started that <laughs> they're not this update we just got is not the end for our additional cold war content we're getting it's mm. not uh, more bundles on top of that will be added. I think the I think the big question everybody has is when will the content go public? Um, Treyarch's tweet, at least to me, implies that it's meant to drop at some point during season two. You know how they worded it? It's like in preparation of season two. Here's a new patch for Cold War. That's what they said. So maybe as soon as this Monday we get the new maps, some new bundles, the weapons. I don't. Or will they wait a couple of days because they don't want to overshadow Vanguard? I mean, what do you think? I mean, does it even matter at this point? Uh, how do you think the release schedule will be for this? I really have no idea. I think it's just going to shadow. Um, like it's just out of nowhere on, on like a random like Tuesday or something. Yeah, because the schedule for bundles was was always Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Uh, for for bundles, I don't know if they're going to stick to that with this additional year two content, but. Oh man, I mean, I'm I'm already happy for this. I, I could I couldn't have asked for for a better update, honestly. Uh, in a perfect world, Fire Team will get more updates, more regions, add those to Outbreak. I would love to see that, but I don't think they have enough time to do that. I don't know if the player count could justify that either for Fire Team, but uh, I know they confirm our model was the last region coming to Outbreak back during season six. So I wouldn't hold my breath on uh, more zombies at least right now, but. For multiplayer fans, we're eating good, man. I mean, I'm so goddamn happy about this. The bundles look fantastic. They they blow 
All the Vanguard bones out of the water, by the way. Call me a colder shell. I don't give a fuck. Your two is real. Cry about it. It's happening. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> we're, we're going all in, baby, with Cold War, man. I, I cannot wait. I cannot freaking wait. Um, by the way, I know Ryan also brought this up, Prestige, in a previous video. Uh, for Grid Remastered is done. I, I brought this up months ago. I, I discovered it live on stream. When Duga first released, I was like, hey, I was like, hold on a second. Grid's right here. And I'm like, they have access to that whole area. Just cut it out and and throw it in a 6v6, please, man. Grid is ready to go from BO1. But I'll take any map from BO1, honestly. I'll take any map from that game. Throw it all in, man. Throw it all in. Uh, And, 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 you know, there were some comments I saw, too. I mean, we'll get to this uh, in our favorite segment later. But uh, some comments that are like, oh, this is garbage. It's like, can you just, like, if if Colder is not your cup of tea, don't touch it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't say anything about it. It's like it's like when Modern Warfare got new content. That game wasn't my cup of tea, but I wasn't out there saying, oh, F that. Why are they releasing more stuff? I'm like, that's good for the people that like that game. God bless them. It's like there's, no, there's nothing wrong with not enjoying it. Just don't play it. You know what I mean? Uh, I also saw, you know, the usual suspects that are like, oh, uh, the people that make daily rants, hate content. They're like, oh, Cold War so boring. There's nothing to do in the game. What is there to do in any other fucking multiplayer? What does that mean? It's like, I, I see those comments everywhere. It's like, oh, Cold War is boring. It's Call of Duty. It's like, it's, well, what are you implying? What are you getting at by saying there's nothing to do in the game? It's the same same structure as any other COD. Uh, I, I just, I never understood that, man. But, God, I, I'm just, I just uh, can't believe, man. Your, your, your two is happening. Uh, it, it's it's going to hopefully release sooner than later, though, man. Hopefully by the, ne- the next couple of days. I mean, this Sunday we can even get a bundle, for all we know. We also have uh oh you're excited about that striker pack, man. What's up with that uh Ooh. that striker bundle coming out? Yeah, that's gonna be the best bundle in the game. It already is the best bundle in the game. So and he is also the best character. Yeah, there's more tracers coming. Uh we got our Mastercraft for the new DLC weapon. Uh Ravenoff will have feature the scythe, uh blueprint for that. Um d- dude, there's a lot going on here, man. Uh I, I saw Perk on chat mentioned, you know, they could have crossroads to outbreak. That's true because gameplay literally exists of Crossroads and Miami Outbreak. How that's not in Cold War yet, I I, I just don't know. I, I really don't know. But uh, hey, and, and I am wrong. Kismet said I'm wrong. What the hell? Not. I think Kis- well, the striker bundle. Kismet, Kismet, is mad. Kismet is mad is because I've been saying for so long. Friggin' striker stands will rise, and the day of reckoning has come. And it's beautiful. And it's literally it's literally the best bundle in the game. It's the best value, has the best everything in it. And it's the best it, operator. Yeah, so. it, it might it might be the only skin striker gets, but if the, if that's the note they want to end on for him, then that's perfect, man. It's a beautiful Yeah, exactly. Literally agent or cod points for a reactive and a uh, an ultra skin. Uh, and also some other some other cool shit in there as well. That's freaking that's mad. That is mad. Yeah, no, I, I I said it too. I'm like, hey man, if we if we can get blessed with at least one to two patches for Cold War during every season of Vanguard, that would be amazing. <laughs> I I, I th- um, because because what they could do, right? Because what it looks like right now is the start of the season for Vanguard is going to allow Cold War to release WMD, the Vargo 52, the Ravenoff pack, and then the Scythe, and then they they can spread out the other bundles throughout the rest of the season too. And then mm-hmm. towards the midseason update, it dropped jungle and the Flayshed SMG. I, I think that's what they're going for. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I would love. I, I was gonna say I would love to uh, to see to see it play out like that. I just want Striker 
bundle wise. And someone in chat, a one unknown player said, Carnage Clan members, everyone. Podcast <laughs> Car- Carnage Clan. Yeah. I, I know, I know who that is, and that and that's pretty fun. I, I that's hilarious. Fun. We also got, we also got the Hudson campaign skin. I'm like, wait, why isn't Parka in her campaign skins? Yeah, I'm surprised because she's she's very popular. She sold a lot. I'm curious yeah, about I, what. I caught that uh, Park Kitty skin, you know? Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's incredible, man. So if anybody out there has been itching to spend some money on COD bundles, Cold War's going to have you covered, man, if you're interested in that. I, I, oh, my God, I cannot, I cannot wait for this, dude. Um, I'm, I just, you know, I, I've been itching to, to, to cover more Cold War content, and, and I've covered it when I could. I just, it's like I mentioned before, how how much longer can I cover it without it adding anything, right? It's like, how much can we speculate? How much can we, like, how, you run out of material at a certain point. And also with the way the COD cycle works as a content creator, you're kind of forced every year to move on to the next game. But if your audience, and even if you don't like that next game, it's like, well, what do you do? You're kind of in a pickle. So I, I love the idea of, of getting year twos or year threes for, you know, older games so that people have the element of choice as to what they want to play, what they want to cover. And it looks like when the COD cycle comes to an end, potentially in 2023 we'll be seeing multiple years of support for mw2 warzone 2 and then uh Treyarch's next title as well which i think is it's the best of all of all three worlds so that if you have a preference of what you want to do and cover you can do you can do what you want without worrying about you know whatever the new game is every year kind of get kind of resetting you as to what you can what to what you can post uh yeah park has a campaign skin she does but there's other ones they haven't dropped i believe from other missions that they, they could do um i'm sure they'll do that yeah, at some point Someone DB Cooper put in chat, um, Fajardi, I don't know. The, that Disciple Weaver, Weaver bundle is pretty cool. It is, but the only good thing in that bundle is the skin. Um, you don't like the blueprints in it? The, the, blue, the blueprints are nothing special in it uh, compared to some like some other things. And they're, plus, they're not even for like, uh, good of weapons, zombies-wise. Uh, I, I mean, they're pretty good MP, but I just think the, the blueprints kind of fall flat on the, in the aesthetic portion of it. But yeah, the bundle, yeah, that bundle is good. The the purple skin is beautiful, but you know you're going up against striker man. Like, it's gonna be tough, especially and, when yeah, uh, when I, skin that good comes out. I, I think what's crazy, you know, what's crazy to me, man. I, did we bring this up last week? I think I did. Uh, if I didn't, though, here here's a bit of a, a recap for people. I'm getting I'm reminiscing hard on Black Ops Three. Big deja vu here, where more people care about guns and year two support. Yep for a game versus the new COD and what the new game's offering. Exactly the same thing happened in BO3. More people were on board with Year 2 and Year 3 for that game versus anything that Infinite Warfare, Modern Warfare Remastered, and most of what World War 2 had to offer. The, the hype was unreal when there were black market updates, the new weapons, the new skins, the little events they released, the remaster. The energy, I, I remember like it was yesterday. I was still in high school, but I remember like it was yesterday. I, when I, I, I'd be in class at like 12, 1 o'clock, and all of a sudden you get a trailer, new black market update. Dude, the internet broke. The internet fucking broke over guns. And I, I'm getting the same vibe right now with Cold War, where everybody's like, holy shit, more guns. But, and I'm like, good. I mean, if anybody out there was hating on Cold War last year, but now is on board with it as of now, okay. At least at least they woke up and smelled, and smelled the coffee. At least they woke up and said, hey, maybe Color isn't a bad game. Maybe I really did sleep on a really solid title that does stand out in comparison to games like MW, Warzone, and Vanguard, which all feel have, the same. That did have community uh, community and like hype around it as well. Yeah, Vanguard the, is obviously uh, I, lacking. I've always said, if anybody out there ever says, oh, Cold War's dead on YouTube, if somebody as small as me, if somebody as small as you, if, if someone as small as both of us managed to yeah. do what we did during Cold War... You know, 
shattering records every month with performances. It's not, and it's not all about the views either. It's not. But the fact that we were able to accomplish those things, you could say, oh, it was the lockdown. People were at home watching. Oh, nobody else was covering it. So you're, you know, you're in the search results. It's like, okay, say what you want. But the fact that we were able to break through like that and do what we did, clearly there was enough interest in the game to guide us there. Because if the game's doing bad, there's only so much you can do. To, to to grow on any platform, there's only so much you could do, and I think Cold War yeah, just had it had it down right with everything, man. I, I yeah, love, kind I love of. That. <laughs> um, it's something funny I just thought of where it's kind of like, uh, how how do I word this? Where it's like, it's like Sigma Sigma number twenty. There's always an excuse when it doesn't happen. To you. It's like that kind of thing. Um, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, it, which is kind of like there's always there's always some sort. There's always some sort of excuse to happen, like why this happened to you and didn't happen to me, sort of thing. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I get that. Starting, starting off with Cold War, I had 200 followers, but I think a lot of what I had to do is just the 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 hard work I put in and putting my head down and really um, grinding out some stuff. But I'm, I'm thankful for for all of it. Obviously, not, I take none of it for granted. Um, I could have easily just not uh, gotten to the place where I was. And no, yeah, no, 100, 100. Um, yeah, that's why bless up, pray every day. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we talked about this before. I'm not trying to be a broken record here, but it's like I'm beyond humbled and grateful too for what was accomplished. But it's like, yeah, you'll see those you'll see those people sometimes. Like they only ever talk positively about their content or their grind when they get that one out of ten. And first of all, that system is manipulative. I already said that before too. It's like that that that, that bullshit is so manipulative. Like the fact that a video could be a hundred views off of another one, and that could be a five out of ten. Like that's that's just you know, it's like if you have videos that perform relatively similar to each other, a seven out of ten could literally be a couple hundred views off of a one out of ten. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like that that whole system. Like don't even look at that and, and use that as like guide. I mean, use it as guidance to an extent, but don't let that ruin your your vibe. Right? It's like. I, the way I see it, when, when content's not performing well, I'm motivated to post more content. I, w- I want to make up for that. I want to do more. When content's doing really well, I, I still want to post more. I want to I want to increase that. It's like, don't be demotivated by the numbers and performances when there are circumstances that may be out of your control, whether it's the game that sucks, whether it's YouTube that's broken. But it's like you said, too, it's always those excuses that come in. People are like, oh, you know, why did it happen to me? Why not you? It's like, sometimes you did make a mistake. Sometimes that thumbnail wasn't on point. Sometimes that title wasn't hitting. Sometimes things just weren't right for your marketing. It happened. Happens. But I, I, th- I think all in all, with uh, with the way Cold War handled things, it just it really paved the way, and I think set a really huge precedent for how COD should be handled moving forward. Um, and there's of course improvements to be made. There's mistakes made, of course. But I think Cold War just it just really did it, man. But I'm getting huge vibes right now that more people care about this year two content for Cold War than anything Vanguard has to offer right now. I saw I saw I think it was Perka that tweeted why it's almost like. Year two in general for any COD game, I think is bound to get some traction because I think it, even Modern Warfare, the year two content it got, it's still, I mean, people still covered it and the performance on that content was good. People enjoyed getting more shit in MW. So I think if anytime you revisit an old game, people are just like, oh, I love to go back to the old one and, and try stuff out. Didn't World War II get like, like seven or eight guns or something? Like, oh my. got a lot. No, but there was, like, one batch of weapons dropped really late into the cycle. Like, it was way after the other game had come. I think way after BO4 had come out, I think. And it was, like, the last update they confirmed for World War II. They were like, yeah, this is it. I think that – so it's like anybody – I think everybody's excited to, to always go back to an older game and say, hey, let's uh, let's give this a shot. And also, I saw a few comments about this in chat. Would love if there was an extra cinematic cutscene dropped 
for Cold War with Young Menendez or how Kravchenko survived Forsaken, how he goes to Afghan. Please give us those playable operators, man. I would love to see that because to our understanding, BO2 is still canon. Treyarch's website still lists all the Black Ops games. It says they're all canon. So we're gonna we're gonna assume that the next Black Ops will maybe or maybe even the next Modern Warfare can maybe address how BO2 is still canon with the Menendez takeover. Um and the last thing I'll say too, I almost forgot to mention this. I think, I mean, what do you think about the potential of seeing the Cold War crew also playing a role in like a future Vanguard cutscene? Because Butcher is still talking, like we forgot to mention this, Butcher is still talking to Mason's crew. I think the season two yeah. intro, he's still talking to them about all the shit that he did during World War II. Yeah, because it's like, it's like a voiceover kind of story yeah. thing. He's um, narrating what's going on. So it's like, okay, eventually that story's going to end, right? And then you'll get like a follow-up where Butcher finishes talking to mason and his crew but the vanguard post on story has been incoherent it's been really all over the place so maybe they don't do that but i think I just, uh, oh like there's uh, there's it's a, it's a really weird reason to me why they they had to have that cutscene where there where the the black ops crew is going into that box and they find them like it seemed it just seemed really like out of place especially since there wasn't a cutscene like that for the previous cod for MW to Cold War, but yeah. there was one going Cold War. It's a Vanguard. Slot. It's, right. I, I don't know, and, and trying to piece it all together, like, it's going to be like, what, season, the season six intro, because there might not be an outro, it's going to be like, uh, oh, yeah, well, that was the story of, that was the story of Task Force Vanguard. Thumbs up. <laughs> and it Mason's like, thumbs up, dude. <laughs> He's like, cool, dude, he just walks away. By the way, before I continue, do you have any tabs open or Spotify or anything? You, you, you didn't cut out that bad, Bob. I just, it happened earlier, I just wanted to ask you. Do you have any uh, you, you just cut out when you asked me that, whatever you just said. Oh, okay, so, so the Discord's just dog shit today. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. I know, you got, uh, first of all, you, got, you forgot to mention, you got new internet. God bless you. Uh, we have similar speeds now. Thousand down plus, uh, at least 40 mm -hmm. up. I mean, so we, Discord's just shit then, because our, our internet should be fine. Uh, anyway, no, like you said, I mean, I know Modern Warfare didn't have any outros, but wait a second. Modern Warfare did have one outro cutscene, only one, from season six. So maybe Vanguard will have just one at the end of season six, wrapping up what's going on here. Oh, but you know what I'm crossing my fingers for, man? I'm really crossing my fingers that the Butcher's like, oh, along the way, mate, I met Reznov. And then Mason's like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, I know who Reznov is because obviously World War II era Reznov, perfect opportunity to throw into Vanguard. And then Butcher's like, yeah, and then I know, and then he, maybe he could say something. And then all of a sudden, Butcher's like, you know, he's still alive, right? And Mason's like, oh, and then fade to black. Cliffhanger. <laughs> so Come on, there's, bro. Come on. There's a lot of here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. What I what I'm really stumped on about yeah. the the Vanguard story is that their main pivotal point of <laughs> or their main climax of the the Vanguard campaign story was oh, there's Project Nova in here, Project Ether, very big Treyarch uh, themes and, right. and and arcs. So they start they ended it with that, which is basically the only redeeming reward of that entire campaign. <laughs> Nothing else happened except for yeah, the yeah. that take place in yeah. present time. So they they lean heavily on that being that the big being that the big kind of thing. And then they go in the post on story and they have Steiner, uh Dragovitz, Krevchenko, Reznov, anyone from the meeting for Chenko, bro it's me. up, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally any anyone off world at war to kind of lean their shoulder on oh uh, my or, god to, or bro. to lean on uh, for for people to care and they're just not doing it it makes no lean sense on me, me. <laughs> yeah like who who would freaking it would be crazy to see some type of 
like uh some stein like like some steiner Just give us there, a like, world at war like, theme season coming up with more remasters from that game because i know at launch we have castle dome they could do more they could do more here's give, the thing yeah here's the thing i don't understand they they name drop project nova and then they introduce something new called nebula v like what is that supposed the, to be the origin so the new nova the like nova 5 is that is I, I, that might we that might happen. We obviously we don't know yet, but like it, that seems like it's such an easy write-in to to seamlessly transition the story from the campaign, mentioning Nova Six, and then stopping a Nova Six on threat during the the six seasons. Um, and all Kal Kalzitsu, I, I don't know. You're still watching. This is actually great. The the effing Project Nova thing literally implies that Dr. Steiner was involved in Phoenix. It literally writes itself, and they didn't do it. Well, yeah, there's Sledgehammer for you. It writes itself, and then the fact that there's a person named Steiner that we killed, I'm like, okay, just make him a relative. Just make him a cousin or a brother. Yeah. Dude, a fairly how, big how have they not done that yet? A fairly uh, uh, influential character to plead a story, mind you, as well. Um, yeah, and the thing is, it's it's like what you to build off what you just said, right? They set up all that shit by the end of the campaign. It's like okay, that's kind of a redeeming factor, for, for never the, to be picked up at all. Yeah, yeah, for that. And but, most of it the, does. the last mission itself, I think, was just proof that they could do something really cool with campaigns eventually, where you have that switch off between characters mid gameplay, mid mission. I, I, I we said it before. Why wasn't every mission like that? It's beyond me. But then when that when that 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 name drop happens for Project Nova, Project Ether. How do you how do you drop that? And then you're just telling the community, oh yeah, wait five seasons to, to get a follow up to that. How the fuck did, did, was that decision yeah, made? I, 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 was, I don't how. I, I was gonna say big brain theory here to what you said about uh, the season five thing is that I feel like because right now we are still the current apparently the current story is still like before Vanguard it's all before the Vanguard even, campaign. It's all before the yeah. campaign. So maybe maybe we get you know season three season four around and then maybe maybe season five or maybe even season six we finally get up to the point in time where the campaign just ended and we get this big like black ops tie-in season yeah but that but then the um, game then the cycle the life cycle is over. over then the game's yeah, over then the over two comes out yeah <laughs> right right so, it's in it. the vanguard might be that just that one game where Every time something gets good, gone, goodbye, it's over, G- good luck, see, see you in a couple years, if, if that, I, but, oh my god, man, I, I just, I don't get that, because, y- you know, with these missed opportunities we're talking about right now, like, oh, they could do Resonoff World at War stuff, I don't think Sledgehammer's doing another game, by the way, I, I refuse to believe they're doing another game, definitely not Vanguard 2, so, it's now or never at this point, and, and maybe, maybe on the fly they'll think of this, maybe by, like, season 4, they're like, hmm, maybe it is a good idea to do some World at War shit right now, bring Reznov to, because, I guarantee you, the the best-selling bundles in Vanguard will be Snoop Dogg, Reznov, any fucking Treyarch-level content, and if they do any cutscene that's, that, that, you know, where Butcher's like, oh, Reznov's alive, bang. Story vids are gonna be banging. Yeah, oh, be everyone will be on that shit because right now, Dude. right now, the the cutscenes are introducing. It's Butcher narrating location we have no prior connection to, care about, um, and it's and then it's bringing in operators that we'll give this. I will give this to cinematic intro some props. At least there was two lines said by the operators. Um, yeah, because the, the ones in season one said nothing. How did like, who? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but people that scripted season one's cutscene, how did someone make the decision to say let's not have them speak? How did like how did that happen? I don't I don't understand that. 
How how was yeah, that decided? I, um, I don't just like th- think about that. It's like you, you look at cutscenes. I think the the season one season one of Black Ops Cold War is a perfect example of because that shit was like a freaking movie. It was, was a literal movie. There was, there was the beginning. There was the beginning, and there was a little backstory, and then the middle, and then it was like bang. They're they're literally in the thing. They're getting surrounded, and it was beginning, beginning, middle, end. Perfect. It's it's this peak cinema. That's what it is. It's peak cinema. You know, you had Stitch building up his backstory and actually talking through it. Yep. And then you get to here where it's like, oh, they jump off a, they jump off a crashing plane, and they don't say words. They just kill a few guards. Like, I, I, I am I playing though. I'm playing know. though. It gets, it gets, it gets better because it has, it literally has gotten better. Season two, uh, cinematic wise. Uh, yeah, I, I just there's one thing you forgot though. It's like, wait a second, you know, all this is before the Vanguard campaign, right? Why does Butcher not make a single appearance in the campaign? So yep. it's like, so there's this gap where everything happens in the post-launch story, then the Vanguard campaign happens, and then it's like, okay, Butcher just comes in, and then what? It's like, I it's oh kind of like, God, man, I, it's I, kind I, of I like, know. it's kind of like the the writing that they should have took, they flipped it on its head and did the complete opposite because the person that, is. that the person that wasn't mentioned at all had zero relation to anything. Is, is, leading, is, leading, is leading the post-on story. But all the stuff that they set up in the campaign is nowhere to be found. Literally, yeah, l- anyway. literally nowhere to be found. It's like, it's, like, it's like there's two different writers at this point. One set up the, the, the campaign. The, the other one set up the fucking uh, post-on story. And, and it also makes you think too... In the past, whenever COD tells stories in reverse, it doesn't really always work out. People always get frustrated, confused. People start caring less. It's like, why? If you're you're trying to make us care about these Vanguard characters, you're trying to start something new. You're trying to like get something going here. Why would you tell the story in reverse? Now is not the time to do that. If you want to do some prequel bullshit, do it in like Vanguard Part Three. But now there's not going to be a Vanguard Part Three, at least not in, in, in my lifetime. I don't think. Listen to this. Chew on this one, everybody in the podcast. So. <laughs> You, it's the war. The, it's the the season six uh, cutscene where the Black Ops crew meets uh, Butcher. He goes back in time. Okay, Butcher goes back in time and tells something. And the Vanguard thing, the Pochon story, is going back in time again. So it's like a double back in time thing. It's, it's like a du- it's a double whammy. Every- it's a double whammy. <laughs> it's a double. Even whammy. though it's even though it still levels out to be back in time only once because it's like whatever. But you know you you have you have the Black Ops crew learning about the back in time thing. And then the I don't know the well, and it, the campaign and it, the campaign least, is ahead least, in time. Yeah, at least Mason's still alive by the time MW two happens. You know, that's like what twenty twenty. Mason's still alive. All these Vanguard people are not, so they're all dead by the time on over two happens. So I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, going to present day with like the Menendez level shit. I also want to say too, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous cinematic cutscenes were dropped for uh, who is it? Uh, Thomas and what's her name? Not Anna. Who's the new the new the new woman they added? Uh, forgot her name already. Is it Fran? Fran? The new woman in season two. Who's the focus? Is it Anna? Is that her name? It's it's Anna. Oh, yeah. it's Anna. I for, oh, who's the one from season one? Francine. Um, Isabella. Oh, Isabella. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beautiful cutscenes were dropped. By the way, Go- these are campaign level cutscenes. By the way, insane. And the first thing I thought of was this one: no Terra Maledicta intro cinematic. Uh, mm-hmm. Or game or, or any marketing for that, which is uh, a, which is I think that's it's like eh, whatever. Expected. But it also goes to show like when they want to do high budget cinematic cutscenes, they'll do it. I mean, COD Mobile was getting high budget cutscenes, whereas the back half of Bo4 did not. And we know Bo4 had issues. We're not going to go into that, but it just goes to show you that yeah, whenever they want to spend some money on cutscenes, they'll do it. I mean, I, I'm happy that you know Cold War's cutscenes, of course, you know the zombies ones. 
they weren't uh, campaign level minus the D Machina intro, but still good mm-hmm. cutscenes regardless. And at least at least think, the cinematic uh, seasonal cutscenes were campaign level though. I'm so happy about that. I think uh, something I should probably give credit the the Vanguard cutscenes are absolutely beautiful. Like the oh, we, oh yeah, Sledgehammer's never missed a CGI. Crazy, yeah, they're they're never cra- they they look crazy good, but it's just like there's nothing really like going on in them, and I think that <laughs> there's not much happening in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of and, and that kind of makes you think like, what is even kind of the point? It's like there's so much there's so much potential with how good it looks, and it's kind of in in, in my eyes not utilized to its fullest ability because of, of what's being shown. Yeah, um, I mean, hey, on the bright side, there's an Attack on Titan bundle again coming. The Armor Titan, you can see the thumbnail right mm-hmm. below me if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, there is another Attack on Titan bundle coming. It looks cool. It's a skin for Roland. Um, I believe it was popping up in game yesterday for people and got removed. Uh, I'm not sure what happened, but I don't like why people already saw it. The press reported on it. Yeah, it's Intel like what, 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 you know, what do you, what do you? That's like, that's supposed to be a secret that you're trying to hide. It's like that's not, that's not, you're not doing much with that. But overall, man, it's like I, I, I always say this. I, re- I repeat it every week. I'm not trying to be a negative person. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to make every video a rant. I don't want to talk about you know, oh, what Vanger is doing wrong every day. But I'm just being honest, being upfront. I'm keeping it real. And so are you, and I think we just we're, we're just opening up about kind of where Vanguard's at right now. Um, and I said it in my video last night: Vanguard's adding some pretty good content, but mm. it, it, it's also back to what you said: where when they do things in reverse, story wise, and less people care over time, it's like wh- what are you really accomplishing when you add something? It's like nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> it's like people aren't. Yeah. It's just, I, I mean, first of all, I'm not going to pull up any channels or anything, but. There's some great COD partners out there, people that we're friends with. I mean, everybody's come to a collective agreement that obviously on YouTube, everything's at like an all-time low with, with Vanguard. I mean, people that cover story as well, you know, every year with, with Call of Duty, they're looking at abysmal numbers, man, with, with covering the Vanguard story. Crazy, man. Um, and, and it's like, that just, that. I mean, it's not all about the numbers and, and content creators, but that does play a role in some way. It kind of reflects what's going on right now. Um, and, and it also, since we played everything already for Vanguard season two, um, is it worth going live on Monday with the start of the season? I don't know. Should, um, should I, I do, it? I, I think know. it, I think it is because that, that'll be a new zombie map, uh, officially released. So it, there would be some type of something type to play that. at least. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll still go live. But, but, but MP, yeah, that, I think that's, that, I think the way for the time being, especially since all of it, does everyone have like their older videos done on, like on all the shit because it's literally just there I, I don't know if the brief oh well well i got my i pulled i covered pretty much everything <laughs> i covered everything last night but i, I don't i don't know if, if the cod partners when they were briefed yesterday if they received like that battle pass preview which to me is so, that's so bad by the way because when when the season actually starts it's always that element of surprise oh let's take a look at the battle pass let's look at what's in it it's like yeah. oh well if people have videos lined up or it's like they did it with season one and i was i was upset about that that was really lame um, new DLC weapons are good. The Whitley LMG is definitely going to be meta. It's it's more broken than the Bren and the uh, the Bar. The uh, the assault rifle is okay. It's not great. Maybe I didn't have the best attachments, but um, obviously TTK in this game is a joke. And oh, it reminds me real quick. It, it, I can't believe I saw this. So CDL uh, officially started for Vanguard, and all mm-hmm. of, I started seeing tweets from pros that were like, all, they were saying things that I've been saying since day one, baby. And what, what was it? TTK sucks. There's no skill gap. Everybody's a one tap. What, we're watching hardcore gameplay. They need to they need to buff it, and I'm like, oh my god, did it really take the CDL starting for people to realize what Vanguard multiplayer is like? And also, FYI, I was getting packet burst in 
private games last night. This game is broken. I can't believe I was lagging in customs. Uh, anyway, uh, I was seeing that, and I'm like, wait, people finally realized that. I mean, may maybe, and, and then people also pulled up, like, stats of the TTKs between Vanguard and other games, and everyone's like, oh, it's so similar to these other ones. It's, I don't know, maybe it's the weapons that are not balanced, and something doesn't feel right to me. I don't feel like there is a skill gap. I don't feel like there's actual gunfights. I feel like it's just you're playing hardcore, and I felt that since day one. Now that the pros are saying it, maybe more sheep will wake up and say, oh, yeah, maybe that is true, and they'll actually verify that for themselves because some, some you know their favorite content creators told them. But um, I've been preaching that since day one. Uh, oh, Zai, 100%, dude. I don't, see, I don't know what day that is, when the new Cold War stuff drops, I think I'll just put Cold War Year 2 in a thumbnail just in case. Uh, actually, I have a thumbnail done for it anyway just in case uh, for a Monday stream if, if some Year 2 content drops for Cold War. Hopping right onto that shit. But would Treyarch want to overshadow the launch of Terra Maledicta and the Vanguard stuff by, by releasing WMD, the guns, the bundles? I, I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll be ready, though. What, even if we can't predict when it comes... I'll still, even if it comes out like at 12 and I put up a stream at 3, I'll, I'll still go live with it. I will still, we'll play a couple of hours, Cold War here too. I want to do more streams as well. I haven't done enough streams lately. Been knocking out a lot of videos, but uh, streams definitely are going to come back into the mix. I think that kind of wraps up everything with Vanguard before we hop into uh, Zombies. That, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is an action-packed episode, by the way. I'm happy to keep going. Um, there's so much material this week. Um, <laughs> so anything you want to say about uh, Vanguard Season 2 before we move on to... Uh, Terra Maledicta, zombies. Let's see. Um, so what we know, what we know about it officially, uh, the new boss that is being added to both uh, Terra and Durant Bank, the Zabella the Deceiver. The Deceiver, Zabella the Deceiver. Yep, correct. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how that's gonna work. That that enemy, but uh, new objective, the sacrifice. Oh, uh, that that's uh, gonna be crazy, man. I think yeah, that, that so, looks good. It looks good. I think I think on, on, on a vibe and, and aesthetic level, it uh, it definitely hits the uh, for being a, a zombies experience. And uh, and I was I was seeing a lot of some people saying you know, the Easter egg is bad. Um, I mean, there could be uh, this is just wishful thinking. If, if there could be some day one patch that comes out that actually kind of enables, or you know maybe it's just uh, one of those things where. It's really story-oriented. It could um, be. Let me pause you for one second. I'm going to try something just to see if this works. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna see if that improves our connection. I just to improve our connection. Let's see. Hopefully that works. We were able to hear you, but there's a couple words cut out. But I just... All right. You hear me? We're good? Yep. Okay, we're good. All right. Uh, we'll continue, though. I didn't mean to cut you off. So not... I, was just, I was just saying that, uh, you know, I kind of forget what I was saying. I, you were you on about uh, if it's more story driven than gameplay? Uh, oh yeah, if, it, if it's underwhelming. Like, yeah, if if the quest is underwhelming, I'm I'm, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's probably there's, <laughs> yeah. If if the quest is underwhelming and then the story is also underwhelming with it, I would be like, come on, uh, because if if the story is uh, rich, then yeah. You know. I, I have I, I can kind of get behind. That. I have I have a couple of things to say about that. First of all, a new roadmap was released just for zombies, and I'm like, okay, this is good because for zombies only people. I know everyone's always complaining. Oh, we need more zombies love. We need more zombies marketing. I'm happy this happened, but did anybody get the impression like I did, where it's like this roadmap doesn't really say much more than what much we already. New, yeah, it, it's just it, it just kind of, it felt redundant. But on the bright side, the the art the concept art is beautiful in the background. I love what they did here. Enter the Dark Ether, as it says, um, yeah. because it looks like they've taken areas from Egypt 
uh, in campaign, not desert seats for multiplayer as like the hub in the middle. And then Dark Ether Arena you can go to is completely new, not for multiplayer. And I forgot where the other arenas are. I think they're, they might be ports as well from MP, but they, you could tell that from the gameplay that's out there, they really tried to, uh, D- differentiates differentiated from Duran Fong and tried to make it stand out as its own thing, but I think it, it falls down to gameplay as well. If it's the same objectives as Duran Fung, then what does a new map really do for this game? All the maps are going to feel the same fundamentally. True. Aesthetically, they'll look beautiful, might look better than the last, but gameplay wise, you're looking at the same style. Welcome, Lego Unlocked Legend in chat right now. Much love to you, my guy. Um, God bless all the one out of tens that uh, I'm sure you've been posting the past couple of days as well. We, we've been eating good, man, this past week with. All the material to talk about. I'm really happy to stay busy. I'm sure you are as well. Uh, but yeah, I look at this roadmap and I'm like, we knew all of this. I mean, some of this on here is kind of redundant. Uh, somebody was laughing about dig spots being on there. Um, I'm like, that is, it's a feature. It's it's a side That's, quest from Origins. I'm okay with it. It's it's fun. it's funny that Lego Unlock just uh, showed up because I was thinking about if we're going to see the day. I I, I thoroughly believe we're going to see the day where map is dropped and it says pause feature for zombies on oh the roadmap it's gonna have its own box <laughs> it, I, it, I really think that's it, gonna happen i said this about ricochet we don't need marketing for features that are that are that are net we, we don't need we don't need marketing for fundamental features that should have been in the game um i yeah. not all the legos here perfect timing like we just moved into zombies so that, that's, that's mm-hmm. hilarious how you just hopped in here uh there's a there is a quote. I need to pull this quote up because I felt really weird about this. Speaking of server pause, it was in the sledgehammer, uh, the sledgehammer patch notes yesterday, where they kind of put out a statement saying, "Hey guys, we know there's content playable early. Uh, enjoy the early preview." Uh, they mentioned we- weapon inspect is not ready, even though you can do it on ARs and pistols right now. Uh, the inspect is hilariously broken, by the way. Before I even forget, I'll pull up my uh, my tweet from yesterday. Uh, if you inspect with a katana, you can actually see through walls, um, and that's game breaking. If uh, if you're on SND or any any mode, you people can't see you, but you can see them through walls. If you inspect with a katana, a- abysmal, uh, absolutely abysmal. I've never seen anything like it. Um, so, weapon inspect obviously was added to more blueprints, which is good. It gives you more bang for your buck if you bought some of the bundles, but it's still not a feature that's ready to go yet. It's just live a little bit early. However, uh, when it comes to the statement here that I felt weird about, I think it's down here about zombies. Where is it? Is it? In, maybe it's not. Oh, did Treyarch do their own post yesterday? For where did they mention server pause? It was something really weird. It was something. I think it was in the sledgehammer. It was in the sledgehammer patch notes that uh, they tweeted out. Oh, I found it. No server pause issues for Vanguard dedicated servers are let me see are still undergoing testing as always solo players who want to take a break can pause while playing an offline local i get it some people out there do play offline local why mention that though it's like you know every 90 percent of the 99 of the community is on public uh, they're online full-time not not on local why bring up oh by the way guys did you know you could uh you can pause in local it's like what <laughs> it's like I, just, I don't get why they mentioned that it, it's like think of something redundant real quick it's like uh, it's like going to McDonald's and they're like, "Yo, did you guys know that we sell Big Macs?" It's like, huh? Like, <laughs> it just I don't know. Man. I can't think of anything more silly than that. It's like what? Uh, and and it's it's I don't know, man. I I just think overall Treyarch has had a tough time with the Modern Warfare engine, so um, that's why it's taking more time to get this done. 
Um, it's not the A team working on this either. It's probably like Treyarch's B team or C team. Their A team's working on their next game or even some Cold War content. So that that's our guess. I'm I, you know I, I'll just take my shit before I hop into games, but. It's still, it, it's still, it still is frustrating that something like that's not here. I, I don't understand uh, how more more focus wasn't put on something like that. But clearly, they don't they don't care. I, I don't know. Um, PC doesn't have local. I forgot Jesus. about that. I forgot about that because I, me- I remember. I, me- I remember you told me that about BattleNet, and this is but BO3 was Steam. I remember you told me about BattleNet though. You were like, yeah, you can't boot it offline. You're always forced to be online. Yep. And Steam did that too for BO3, which is hilarious. So. Uh, yeah, PC is just, I mean, they're absolutely shafted, so, and a lot of people play on PC that they make content and they want to, you know, take a piss or a shit while they're streaming or something, or they want to pause to rechat, fix their, fix their hair, fix their mic, or they want to, I don't know, reread a super chat, it's like, you can't pause the game, so, that's a problem, but, on the topic of Terra Maledicta, we did get a nice preview from Treyarch showing us, <laughs> uh, a nice glimpse of the Dark Ether, and, I, is Void Objective on this region? I don't think I've seen anything about that. I, I'd be shocked if it isn't, because I feel like more people want to explore that area more than anything. I think I think it, it would have been uh, explicitly uh, stated. Oh, in like so. a, a blog post, something that yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, that that's just not here. Uh <laughs> so I think this will be a case where the map will look gorgeous. Might not play too much different from Duran Fung, but oh man, I, I'm just I'm sad to have to mention that the Easter egg was solved four days before release. And I just have to ask, man, why why, and just why did somebody who's a higher up say, yes, it's okay to release the patch four days early? Why yeah. would they think that nothing's going to get leaked? Why would they think that zombies wasn't going to get spoiled? Who sat there and said, this is what we need to do? Because they were better off releasing the patch on Monday in the morning and then dropping the content at night. But it looks like season two officially starts, quote unquote, uh, Monday afternoon at 12 o'clock. I'm like, okay, then uh, maybe drop the, the preload at 9 a.m. If, if, the, if the, the content was live at 12, at 12 p.m. It gives only people, it gives people only three hours to go and spoil shit. But four days, I mean, I, I, this is the last thing that's yeah, going to be needed, man. I can't believe I, that. I can't, I, I, I can't even, I can't even like blame the people that, that, that were leaking stuff about it because like, it's like, what, what, what was the update even doing to begin with there? So it's like it's kind of just like I, asking oh, for it. Yeah, you're. You know, it's asking for it. And it's like I, I I knew that was gonna happen, even though it's the same group of people that do it every mm-hmm. time. Here's the thing. Let's make these clear. Let's make things clear real quick. I think a lot of people out there have access to early shit. They'll data mine of this. But what's the difference between those people and clout chasers? People that could data mine, they might not reveal anything. They might not spoil anything. Some people that might leak bundles early or other BS, they might not have the audacity to go leak major story spoilers, Easter egg steps, crazy surprises. They'll just keep it to themselves. So when you have the clout chasers that go ahead and reveal everything, because why not? It's like, well, if it wasn't for those people, maybe things would have been different. Where people might have solved the quest already right now, but they wouldn't have spoiled it or said anything about it. Um... But I'll go back to, you know, Devil's Advocate a little bit. I don't give a fuck about Easter egg hunts in the sense of how long they are. I, 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 what I do want is for it to release fairly at the same time for everybody. So everybody has a fair shot to do what they got to do to hunt. But I don't care about the length. I don't care about who does it. I don't think that matters in hindsight, right? I don't think, you know, you play an old zombie map and you're like, oh, yeah, how long did this hunt take to solve? That, that means the quest is good. Nobody thinks about that. If you go play Moon right now or Origins or DE, are you thinking about who got Worlds first? Are you thinking about how many hours it took to solve the quest? Nobody cares. But what does matter is having that level of fairness where 
it comes out at the same time for everybody and everybody can hunt fairly. That's what matters. Um, and, and I don't, I don't understand, uh, you know, the approach with the Vanguard patches. It doesn't look like we'll ever really get a fair hunt. I don't think in uh, a future Vanguard zombies map, I don't see it. Uh, I, I also, I also want to say we're probably going to end up getting four or five Duran Fung maps, same exact style. And I said this in a video that's coming out later tonight, chat. I, I did make a, a dedicated zombies vid. Um, today's my dad's birthday, so I, I, I will be away from my computer, but I do have a video scheduled. Uh, I do say this in the video. I'm like, hold on. I'm glad that Treyarch didn't do round base for this game. I'm really happy. And do you kind of get why, Pajardi? Because I, <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't people have just complained anyway? Oh, it's not on par with round base from previous games. It's not Cold War. It's not the... Yeah. Why even bother... With round base, if it's going to have no main quest, no side easter eggs, no wonder weapon, they, they, I think their best bet was to go with this formula. And also, I'm confused with the marketing about the main quest because didn't, and I'm not mad about this, but didn't every blog post prior give us the hint that Duran Fung was going to get the main quest? And the, and I, season, season yeah. one reloaded was like, oh, here's a prologue for that. The quest is coming, but here's a hint or here's a taste of what that is. But then they switch to, we're done with Duran Fung. Here's Terra Maledicta. This map has the main quest. But then when you say the main quest only takes 10 minutes and all you're doing is listening to audio quotes to get the shield and then the quest is over, no boss fight, no cutscene, was that what they've been planning for the past three months? Or does something change? I I, I don't get how we went from A to B. I, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I have no answer for that either. That, I'm absolutely shell-shocked on that. Absolutely shell-shocked. And I've seen, I've, I've had great discussions with Cal and other people out there. You know, Cortifex, oh, I'm sorry, Cortifex, uh, uh, Kraft, excuse me, is still behind that door in Duran Fung. We didn't free him. We also didn't shoot those anchors in the Shinonuma hut. The ray gun doesn't work on it. We can't use the shield yet in that map. Uh, I don't know if we're getting an extension to that, to that quest at all. So is there a super Easter egg where after we do something on some other maps, we go back to Duran Fung in a couple of months and we can then break those anchors, get the, get the missing Toma Rituals page, free craft from behind the door, defeat court effects. Is that what we're leaning towards? Because I'm like, are we really done with Duran Fung yet? Because a couple of weeks ago, did you know new points of interest got found for the map? Uh, maybe they're scrapped, but there was something called trolleys or something called some other room, I forgot, it, hmm. which is in Red Star as well. So it could be placeholder, it could be scrapped. But are they going to extend Duran Fung more? Or did they say, hey... I think Duran Fung's dead end at this point. We kind of we're gonna cut our losses and move on to the next thing because it doesn't matter what they add to Duran Fung. People are like, yeah, fuck this. So maybe it was smarter to say, okay, let's just move on to Terra Maledicta and add everything to that and say, you know, whatever to Duran Fung. I mean, any any thoughts on that though? I mean, I'm, I'm just like pff, brain fart dude on that one. I'm like, what? I, I'm so confused. Uh, what would you say? You're shell shocked too. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're I'm, like, what well, the I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of an angle to take that, and like, the only way I can really go. It's just like everything about the everything about Vanguard is just being is just being uh, wrote off. I don't know, man. In a sense, uh, I think. Yeah. Thank you guys in chat for those birthday messages as well for my dad. Appreciate that. He's turning forty it, today. It is. I, I mean, I don't even. I guess it's good that there's still uh, a decent amount of. Content being added hopefully it, hopefully it, uh, they just stick through it and kind of just i i i've said this too man i i think you even agree we're, we're just happy to see content we're happy to see the progression of the story we're happy for more maps more gameplay improvements i'm happy for it all but 
I, I just feel like Treyarch's rep right now is being stained by so many circumstances out of their control because of another yep. studio's incompetence to make a fucking third game mode, a CDL for their multiplayer. Like, how did Sledgehammer... Ex- like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm really not. How did they expand to so many studios in Toronto and Australia? To the- How did they expand so massively over the past two, three years? But they couldn't get Vanguard off the ground properly. They they couldn't get a third mode at all. They couldn't make their own competitive MP. What are they doing? What other game were they working on that took away time from Vanguard to where Trey had to clutch up for them so much? Um, that's unfortunate. And I just hope people's trust in the zombies mode doesn't get affected because of Vanguard. I, I hope people have the common sense to realize the bullshit Treyarch had to deal with for this game. I hope people realize yeah. that in a perfect world right now, if Treyarch had time to do VGZ, they would have done round base. They would have done outbreak on Caldera, outbreak on the ground war map coming up. They would have done the round base outbreak hybrid as well as an experiment. They would have done it all, right, with everything. They just don't have the time or resources. Um, so I think the next the next Treyarch game will have faithful round base. It will have another outbreak. It might even have the experimental hybrid mode like Duran Fun where it's like both. I, I, w- I want to see all three. So that it gives everybody the element of choice. Play what you want. You have your preference. Here's everything. Enjoy, kids. That's what I want to see. And I think they could do that in the next game. If that next game is guaranteed multiple years of support, there's no reason why they can't do all three types, all three formulas for their zombies, for sure. But uh, with how this is already solved, I mean, man, I I think even the people that posted guides yesterday on this, that's so stupid, by the way. Uh, it says on screen, main quest complete. So I think that that's kind of debunking the cope Ooh. about like, oh, there's more steps and there's more stuff, you know, on Monday. I think I think I think that's dead in the water. I think we're fucked. Um The Shield Wonder Weapon unlocks after you complete Terra Maledicta. Yeah, so you have to, the whole quest is like one step, listening to audio, and then you get the shield. So I, where everybody wanna do that every time to get a shield on DLC one. It's labeled as DLC one, by the way, as well. So that means we're guaranteed what three more different Zombies experiences, three more Duran Fungs. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Same structure, or I don't know, or, or uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I agree, Hells. The big, the big uh, ground war mode coming in midseason, you put Outbreak on that, man. But th- I don't think they have time to do all that shit, to be honest with you. Um, overall, are you still excited for the map, despite the unfortunate leaks from uh, the sneaky PC yeah. users? What are you thinking about? Yeah, I mean, I'm still fine with it. I didn't watch, I, I, I didn't watch like any of the gameplay, so. You know, fair enough. But also, as expected, the ray gun and the new covenant are live early in Duran Fung. Uh, the covenant, I mean, I, I I do appreciate that it's kind of like adding in Winter's Whale. If you have Frostblast on, every time you get hit in the back, it'll have a chance at activating your field upgrade for free. Um, that's probably more useful for Frostblast than any of the other ones. But uh, that's a cool covenant with three rarities, of course. The ray gun. <laughs> you want to mention how you you spun the box yesterday and got three shields back to back? I I still can't yeah. I, I can't believe the RNG is that broken. That was an L. I got three uh, shields, man. Three shields, my guy. Uh, that that was wild, man. But the ray gun, it, it's cool. I mean, yeah, it should have been the game day one. It's some something that I can't believe we have to have on a roadmap. Such a such a iconic feature that should have been there from the start. But it, it's helpful. It boosts replayability for sure. It feels kind of weird in game. It feels a little heavy. It feels like it's modded in. It feels like it's not supposed to be there. But uh, with tier three, it, it does the trick, man. I think people out there were using a, a default ray gun on like round 10, expecting it to do the same amount of damage it would do in older Black Ops games by round 10. The health works so much differently in Vanguard than other games. So you have to have tier three. Um, and when you have tier three, it, it shreds the, the heavies. And it could even get buffed later. But I'm happy it got added. 
Um, I, didn't, I didn't know Healing Aura was in the game. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It's, not, it's in right now? No. That's what Lego just said. Wait. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, shit. Huh? I, didn't, I didn't even see that last night. I swear I looked. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's more of a team, uh, a team field upgrade anyway. <laughs> it's on custom class. Switch when in game. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. man. I didn't even. I didn't know that. I have to watch your vid if you post one about that. But yeah, Chad, I do. I did. Uh, I mean, I, I can't believe I, I knocked out three 16 minute videos last night. Um, two of them already went up. I have the the third one going up uh, later after this podcast is up. But um, yeah, I think that, I think that we touched on everything for Zombies. I think that's pretty much it for Terra Maledicta for now. Yeah, I'm get. I'm tired. I don't know why. I'm I like... I am very hungry as well, and and I only slept three hours. I had a little nap, but um... I'm hung. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Yeah, I'll sleep, man. But before we wrap up with our final topic, let's go ahead and jump into one of our favorite segments. Who are these mother effing people? All right, so I think we'll keep it simple this week. We got some pretty funny comments. A lot of them are in relation to year two of Black Ops Cold War. Hillbilly Gaming, nothing major will be added to Cold War. They're done with that game. He's been saying this for the past year, and nothing has been added yet. He keeps saying new content for Cold War and year two. So where's it at, DK? We're waiting to see this Cold War year two comment. I remember seeing a reply to this saying, if it doesn't come out by February, I will unsub you clickbait f word and i'm like wow i'm okay well you know the content's real but i don't know why buddy's salty uh if i had to guess there isn't a teddy bear skin dropping that's what the flame knot is going to look like i didn't realize this till last night when i saw this comment this is a great comment by the way i didn't realize i thought it was going to be a bundle i was disappointed uh on a cold or year two video lies 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 where were the lies man i mean people people literally booted wmd already man where, where are the lies at man we're literally uh we're probably days away from the launch of this content um Let's see. I watched your vids, but I feel like you have no idea what you're talking about. The update imported the files to the game. There are no new live bundles or weapons to obtain at this moment. Files are put into the game that certain release. I mean, we have pictures of everything, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, we talked about the pictures in the video. <laughs> um, this is a good one. Two maps, three weapons is not a year two. I replied, keep moving the goalposts then. What is a year two to you? <laughs> what is year two if not maps? Because first of all, I was seeing comments like this like a couple weeks ago where I was talking about new bundles in Cold War. Everyone's like, that's not year two. It's BS. We're, we need maps or weapons to count as year two. Now we got that. The goalpost has moved. So it's like, what is year two to you then? I, I don't know what you want. What else do you want? So fake. I'm on it now. Nothing new yet. Dude, you say gameplay and early download. That's that's way people don't sub to you. All your vids are posted like that. You're fake news by... Um, little what? secret, little secret. There is some uh, spicy gameplay in that video you're talking about. Maybe you just look at the timestamp to find it. And uh, also, the download did already go out and you could install it. So, contents in the files. <laughs> um, at least there is some dialogue with the operators in this season's cutscene. I love this comment. Fajardi was just talking about that. Who commented that? Uh, Solaris. I don't know if you know that person. Solaris. Uh, that's a great comment. It is. It is in the game right now. Oh, my God. Healing Aura. I did. I, I literally just got. I already unlisted my video that I'm posting later. I didn't even see Healing Aura. That's okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a. We'll save that for another another vid. Um. Oh, this is the comment I was talking about. You got 21 days for a new gun to drop in Cold War, or your videos are 100 false. Deal. Uh, deal or no deal. Um. What if it doesn't drop in 21 days? 
but we know they're real. Am I still fake? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I, I made the bundle art, dude. I freaking made it. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> it's fake. It's fake. <laughs> uh, so when does the new season or battle pass going come out in BOD 4? BO4? Because it's been a long time since it changed. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on from that because that's a uh, discussion for like 2019. Got bad news for you, man. I'm sorry about that. Uh, oh, there is somebody in my community. Community posts are just, uh, they, they bring they bring out different breeds of humans. Uh, I, I saw some comment that was like, oh, ZC2's been in the files of Cold War. They're adding any day now. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, there's assets added to Outbreak. I'm like, what assets added to Outbreak? Uh, and this guy was and this guy was like, oh, Victus assets are there. He wouldn't tell me what it is. And I'm like, oh, are you talking about the the buried music that plays when you're fishing? Because that's not an asset. That's just a callback. And a callback that works well when you're fishing. It's a nice tune that plays. Uh, that's not an asset that hints anything. Um, and then this guy says, I remember someone found it in the game files and they implemented some of the assets from buried into Outbreak. And I'm like, that's completely false. I don't know where you heard that from. That's completely false. Um, absolutely hilarious. Uh, you're a total shill. You gave me permission to say so. If this comment gets removed, I'm unsubbing. A mean he's not the only one that continues to try and get people to fall for the trap of Vanguard. He's trying to keep that Activision crater code. Where's my crater code, man? That, I, I, where's Gold Dynamite, great. bro? <laughs> I don't know. Where, where's Gold Dynamite in the item shop, baby? I'm waiting for it. Rob or somebody, if you're watching this at Activision, I'm, I'm waiting for that crater code, buddy. I'm ready to uh, oh I'm ready to put in my all uh, and be an Activision shill. I'll be in all your conference calls. I will not leak to randoms on Twitter. I'm ready to do it all, man. I'm ready. Hey, give me a call, give me man. A code. Give me a code. I love bundles. Give me a call. I love bundles. I promote bundles. I mean, we promoted a lot of bundles in Cold I War. I love bundles. <laughs> and we promote a lot of bundles now as well, still. So, I mean, I'm waiting for, uh, definitely waiting for the opportunity to come through. We'll see it. Um, and looking at the server here, uh, clickbait, tired of your repetitive, boring, pointless videos. You said the same thing in each video. I really don't, though. There's timestamps showing you otherwise. So, got some of that. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for our segment this week. We'll probably get some other juicy stuff next week. How is BL1 canon if one of the main bad guy die in Vanguard? They have to redo the BL1 camping in a new game. That's not that's not the same Steiner. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much our, uh, our 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 segment of four of these people this week. But to wrap things up here with some more good news because we had quite a bit of good news this past week. Microsoft mm. went ahead and confirmed that they are not removing Call of Duty from PlayStation even after the acquisition goes through and even after the contractual obligations expire between Sony and Activision. So you could say that that's cap and that's just the PR stunt to get people kind of stirring away from negative negative PR, but I think Phil Spencer will be a man of his word with that. I don't know. What, what do you think about that, man? I, th I think that's that's completely true. I don't think they'll take it off PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's a lot of money there for, and I think it would be like, I think it would be stupid not to, yeah, like, to, not to take it or not to keep it on. Yeah, like I don't know how many times I brought this up, but I'm like, look, when that position uh, goes through, Microsoft gets all that bag for every Call of Duty sale on PlayStation. So why would they miss out on selling Call of Duty on bag. PlayStation, which is considered the best selling franchise each and every year? Why would they miss out on that money? Everyone's like, oh, well, $70 billion deal. There's no way that they're going to go and uh, sell on the competitor's platform. But look at all the money it's making. You're like, oh, well, they're just going to use the loss to drive more subscriptions for Game Pass or Xbox console sales. I don't think that I don't think that 
that would outweigh the performance of continuing to sell COD on PlayStation. It makes no sense at all. And COD's always been multi-platform. So the most I see happening is like, oh, you could play a ga- day one on Game Pass. You get a free bundle if you play it on Xbox or something. Or maybe a mode goes exclusive or something at the very most. But um, bravo to Microsoft for saying that. I think that's a huge step in the right direction. It, it would have been an absolute L if all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, COD's just moving to Xbox now. Well, I would have moved to PC anyway, but still, I, I still think that that's so unfair when uh, PS5 is still the best-selling console right now for, for, for next-gen. Um, COD sales are better than ever on PlayStation. It doesn't make any sense to, uh, to, to, to remove that. Oh, and Lego said, I'll never talk about the pause feature again for a creator code. Hey, there you go, bro. There you go. Uh, Lego unlock the shell coming soon, bro. Coming soon. And also, we got this really weird report yesterday that apparently now Microsoft's interested in bringing Call of Duty to Nintendo Switch. I was like, hold on a second, weren't we just talking about that like a couple of podcasts ago? I'm like, dude, bring Blackout to the Switch, bring Dead Ops Arcade to the Switch, bring Warzone even, to even the Switch, mobile. even just mobile, COD Mobile to the Switch. Do it all, man. Why not? Why, why wouldn't you bring that? I think that's a good opportunity. I think the Switch has a really interesting player base that they can tackle into for Call of Duty. Why not do it? I have a Switch. I would love to, I would love to make Call of Duty videos on Switch. I think it'll be really interesting. It'll be really different from uh, the usual content, man. I, I would love to see that, man. I'd love to see that. But as a recap, man, oh my God. What went on this week, dude? We went from Vanguard Season 2 marketing, my five-year anniversary with Amber, crazy busy getting content together, Cold War Year 2 got confirmed. Gameplay is out. Uh, people are playing DLC 1 Terra Maledicta early. Easter Egg got solved. For whatever fucking reason, Activision was like, let's also go, might as well throw more into the mix. Let's confirm MW2 and Warzone 2 while we're at it. Everything that could have possibly happened this week happened. I'm not kidding. Everything mm-hmm. that could have possibly happened went ahead and happened. It's like, you know what? I'm just happy to stay busy. I'd rather it be like this than it be dry and we're like, oh man, we're just, you know... We're just, you know, grasping for like straws what here. Going on? What's going on? We're just coming up with coming up with you know BS out of our ass. Like we, we don't want to be like that, man. Uh you can now apply for a crater code for COD Mobile, hoping that option comes to the main games. Yeah, I I mean the fact that it's in mobile kind of gets me thinking that they're they're looking into that, but I just think it's insane. The last time the crater program was updated at all was Modern Warfare. They literally did not do anything to that program throughout all of Cold War, which is shocking considering there were so many better bundles dropped during Cold War season versus Modern Warfare. So it's like missed opportunity. I mean, I remember, I mean, I'm still grateful for all those streams. You know, Fajardi and I were live, start of a new season for Cold War. Fajardi's like, oh, put one in the chat if you use code Dynamite right now for this new battle pass, for these new bundles. And dude, thousand people were watching live, the chat's breaking, going crazy. It's like, Activision, man, look at the extra money you might. What, what if those people didn't buy anything because they couldn't use a creator code of, of their choice and they, they didn't want to buy anything? I mean, the, the sales right there they could have made. Um, and I, I don't even care about oh, you get reimbursed or you get you get a, a percentage each month of of what you made. I don't even care about that. Donate it to charity, dude. I just care about you know bringing the community closer together, promoting quality bundles, and you know uh, standing out and, and, and being a, a full time creator for, for for Activision as well. You know, maybe maybe mm-hmm. under the Microsoft umbrella, we'll start seeing some serious changes to how they deal with uh, their COD partners and their programs like this. Right now, it's just been one of those uh, one of those things. It just doesn't feel right. I mean, it just feels like it's a big celebrity driven thing. Like, oh, if, if if you stream on Twitch, if you play Warzone, you're in. If you cover multiplayer, you cover zombies. You know, sorry, <laughs> maybe we'll get back to you later. But I, I don't know. 
it's really weird to see what's going on lately. But I think it just about wraps everything up for episode 36 of the Wonderful Bombshell Podcast. We, we reacted live to all the announcements today, so I'm glad we were, we were mm. streaming for that. I mean, any any final thoughts or comments and concerns on what's going on with Call of Duty this week, man? My God, we didn't get a rest. <laughs> Not one day yeah. this week. I'm, gonna go, I'm probably going to go to sleep out, to be honest. Quick nappy nap, man. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm starving. I'm gonna grab a bite real quick. Prepare for uh, my dad's party later, and then uh, yeah, I do have a video unlisted right now. So expect that. I'll probably drop it in a couple of hours. I'll let, I, I have no notifications right now for YouTube. I use all my notifications. I uh, posted well over four or five times in the past day. So I will definitely go ahead and uh, wait a little bit later. And yeah, if anything, chat, if anybody missed this episode live here on YouTube, you can watch it on any major audio platform of your choice, iTunes, Spotify, all other platforms you probably know about, and it's also available to watch anytime in the public bombshell playlist. Well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, really hope you guys have enjoyed. Thank you so much for all the support lately on all the content. It's been crazy. And I'm beyond blessed to stay busy with covering COD. But like Cal said, hoping we get to get hope, hoping we get Senator Rand Paul. On the next bombshell? I don't know about that one, bro. I mean, Keemstar was even an option at one point because he was saying he would go on anybody's podcast, but we might get insta-canceled for all that. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see if we end up doing that. But we will see you guys in the next 